Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast here on the 30th of January 2018. Hello. 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 This is the best we can do, is it? This is the best we manage for our esteemed guest. Just saying hello over and over again. We're acknowledging the many people who are here. Yeah. One of the biggest Hi. gaming podcasts on the planet, and this is the best we could manage. Yeah. That says a lot about gaming podcasts. <laughs> Less about us, more about gaming podcasts in general. Exactly. I think, I think you know, we get to blame the overall system <laughs> at this point more so than us. Yeah. It's, that's fair, right? It's, it's the not, environment. It's we are a product we didn't ask of for greatness. our yeah. environment. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. I also just dribbled all over myself. So she yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think you can tell which of us can manage that responsibility and which cannot from the early minutes of the show. And the answer is none of us can manage that particular responsibility. Hailing from the Checkpoint organization, we have a real doctor on the show, Dr. Jennifer Hazel. Welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Hey, and apologies. Thanks for having me. Apologies for the co-optional podcast. What? Stop this. You're putting so many negative Can you, like, psychoanalyze TV for that? Like, why does he feel the need to put us down so much? Yeah. That comes after. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't oh, This is like, you learn about us right now. Yeah, okay, I get it. You I don't get need it. this psychoanalysis to figure that one out. The answer is, I'm British. As such, I crave disappointment. If the disappointment isn't forthcoming, I create it on my own accord. You uh, have to force it onto yourself. Yes, you do. You have to create that environment. We're very so good I'm at not, this. Now I'm not sure whether or not this is a psychoanalysis of him or of us. <laughs> like, he's chosen us to be his companions because we so easily create disappointment in him. <laughs> it would explain... I welcome the opportunity. <laughs> It would explain More YouTubers the you career say? path, yeah. you know, it's it's a lot of things that fall into place where you understand that very basic principle. I'll formulate and I'll just sit here and, and kind of hold all this in my noggin. We'll and, ask uh, you at the end of the show. And release Great. it at an opportune moment. Indeed. <laughs> now, speaking of releasing at an opportune moment, the premiere of your pilot episode of the show that you have been working on for a very, very long time indeed, that people can find right below the camera there. You can see Checkpoint Organization. That's spelt with an S, the British way, not the American way. If you go and have a look at that channel, you will find... The first episode, which is called Intro to Mental Health, the Checkpoint series featuring Ken Levine, who should be very familiar to an awful lot of people. And if not, you have not been paying attention. He makes games. Indeed. Some rather good <laughs> and famous ones at that, to say the least. I'd like to ask a couple of questions about that show. Why, men why mental health and gaming? Uh, well... I'm a doctor, obviously, and uh, I love video games. And so a few years ago, all I wanted to do was just hang around other people that also loved video games because I was just basically living in a hospital. Um, and so I started going to cons and I did a bit of YouTube. And during that time of my life, I realized quite how much um, 
people wanted to talk about mental health. As soon as I mentioned I was a doctor, as soon as I, I brought up that I specialize in mental health, there was this, this huge, um, it was kind of like a, a, a door starting to open. And then as soon as it opened a crack, it, just everything came through. People were really passionate about it. They wanted to talk about it. They wanted to share their experiences. They wanted to seek support from one another. They wanted to talk about how much video games had changed their lives and helped them. Uh, and I realized that I was in kind of a, a unique privileged uh, position that I, I could offer that for them. Um, so I set up Checkpoint in 2016. Um, and yeah, it's it's just kind of got gotten bigger and bigger. We offer a, a supportive pro mental health gaming community where we raise awareness, we reduce stigma and we support each other. And we advocate for how amazing games can be for mental health. And it, there's research to support that this is a thing and you know you can look at the cl clinical evidence or you can look at the many many people that come to me every day being like this is a thing thank you so much for doing it and it's just yeah it's there's just a ton wonderful. of anecdotal evidence that suggests it's like gaming got me through this gaming got uh, me out of depression gaming did this and that for me and it's good to get rid of not only the stigma surrounding mental health, and there is a huge stigma surrounding mental health. The ability to even talk about it is difficult. And that in itself is ridiculous. We've talked about that on the show more than once. You know, we've all had our own brushes with mental health issues. We all continue to have that sort of thing go on. And we... 50% of people do. 50%. Yeah. It's... It's so prevalent, and yet when you say that, people are so shocked because no one talks about it. Everybody keeps it deep inside and don't let my vulnerability show. And it's it's so powerful and so brave, and I'm so inspired by the people that come forward and are like, hey, I've been through this. I go through this every day. It doesn't change. I still have it. I still experience it. I just deal with it. And they empower others to do the same. Mm -hmm. That's how we progress. And, you know, gaming is such a fantastic medium to do that because we're all together all the time and we're all sharing this experience so yes yeah, it's, it's it's really powerful yeah and hopefully so we cool. will get to the point where it isn't difficult to talk about it and mm -hmm. it's not abnormal or an extraordinary thing for somebody to come forward about this sort of thing it's um something that we feel is very important on the show certainly and we would strongly suggest that after the show if any of you have even a passing interest in it or indeed are suffering and dealing with your own mental health issues that you do head over to that url you see on the screen right now checkpoint organization and you may find a few things there that will help you a series which is going to be running for how many episodes to the best of your knowledge we've got 16 um and a making of slash bloopers and with the exception of easter weekend and a, a Day here and there will be running until the end of April every Monday and Thursday Australia time so that's Sunday and Wednesday for you guys in the future basically in the, in, future. In the gotcha. far flung scary future and there is one thing that we would suggest by the way and that's that you subscribe to the channel of course watch those videos you may be aware of the recent change of rules on moving your goalposts that YouTube has been involved in when it comes to partnership 
Now, subscri- subscriber-wise, you need to have above a 1,000, which you now do, which is fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> but you also do need uh, 4,000 viewer hours, which sounds like a, not- a lot, but actually it really isn't. And no. I'm sure that you lot could certainly help them get there. So if you would like to watch one of their episodes, then by all means, you watch three hours of this nonsense every week, you can spare 20 minutes to go and watch their pilot episode, right? <laughs> That's true. That's true. If you that is true. This, you you don't have an excuse. Watch like, we know. We know that you waste your time with us. So go spend <laughs> some quality time with them for a little bit. Great. Fantastic. Shall we talk about some video games? That sounds like a very good idea. Who wants to throw their hat in the ring first? Who's been playing what this week? What's been going on? Hey. Hey. Uh, Hi. Hey. Jesse looks excited for once. That's unusual. What do we got? Monster. Ah. Right. Yes. (laughs) Monster Hunter World. Monster. Hunter. I just realized I can do that in my mouth and I'm very excited. Anyway, Monster Hunter, y'all. Monster Hunter is 90% incredibly, incredibly fun. Okay. 5% what were they thinking with this like online playing with friends thing? And then 5% cats. (laughs) Wonderful palicos. Like they cook your food. They carry your stuff. They just are the best thing in the world. The cat cooking scenes. We just Look, people need to upload that. If if you want to help, big buff cat, that canteen cat is the best character. If you want to help the world with mental health, every day just upload the scene of the cats cooking onto Twitter and just post it and be like, "Hey, hang in there." And then now, the cats are just like, "We're cooking." It's the best. And then the cat ends like, "So are there multiple cat cooking scenes?" Because the one that I have seen is inferior in my opinion, to the version on the PSP. I thought that was a better cat cooking scene than this one. There are many, I didn't know many... there was a rating scale for cat cooking scenes. There I'd love to be involved in that. <laughs> yeah, there is now. And I am saying that on the PSP, I think it was Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, which was the last game in that series that I tried to play. I think that cooking scene was, was better than the one that... But you, if you're telling me there's more than one, then that's okay. The only there one I've many. seen... As so you level far. up and you get new recipes, I will say this. I've tried to order the veggie dish many times. Okay. Cats don't understand veggies. I get like right. turkey legs. <laughs> like, oh, that happens to me too. I keep trying to order the veggie one and they're like, meat? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Even the fish, I'm like, yeah, I'll have a fish platter and I just get like a giant bird. I'm like, wait, what? So yeah, cats... Not the best with a menu, but great when it comes to actually cooking poultry. The, fl- um, the flavors are definitely there. Because oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're always like, hell yeah. Dad Cat that is that my is favorite cat. There. He is buff boy. And he just wants you to get gains. He's so good about it. Yeah, yeah. he just growls at everybody. It's great. I was a little um, bit worried that making it look a bit more realistic and all that sort of thing might take away some of the silliness that Monster Hunter is known for. That does no. not appear to be the case. No. No. I not even... Ex- uh, I made, so my goal, my objective was, as everyone knows, Aloy's going to be in this. I love Aloy. Uh, So they are like, yeah, uh, you can get her to be your character. So I made a little palico named Jesse, who's a little redheaded. They got a little thing. It's perfect. Uh, But apparently Aloy's not in the game yet. So all you can do is make your cat into a robot, which I did. But um, I will say my objective was literally like, I'm just going to play this thing till I get to rank six. And then do this stupid thing, get the get Aloy for the goof, and like that's it. Um, I 
can't remember the last time I played a game that much in once. I think I went 14 hours one day. What? Yeah, you been- pulled a Sam. Now it's that been- is not healthy under any circumstances. Agreed. Oh, I agree. I, I as I was explained to Dodger yesterday, I can't remember what happened last week. You could <laughs> tell me I did anything, and I'd be like, I sure, okay. I, I like entered a different. I've never, and it wasn't like one of those things where like I played. And I was like, oh man, I just gotta make it through this. It was time disappeared. Time flew by. I was having so much fun, and um, it's been a while since I've not only felt that way but also like played that long and mm. so, oh yeah i was the next day i was like oh boy i am i don't want to touch any video games <laughs> i was like <laughs> i'm done i don't but man it got me so i for a brief moment i had that like i kind of get what sam does <laughs> it's crazy and insane but i kind of get it and um it was it was yeah it was insane i uh, that was one that was Friday night into Saturday was 14 hours. And then everyone since then has proved to me that I am a weakling and they have like 150 hours. I'm like, how is that even possible? You see, I this, this is do the, the, literally the final fight of the game. <sighs> it's insane. You see, this is the problem. I, I, I bought the thing on console thinking, all right, this might be the game that I get to play with my friends. And then I apparently I leave for five minutes, come back, and everyone's like, now nah, we're 140 hours in, bro. I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> come yeah, on. I'm, I'd... I'm the same because I was in Florida for the weekend, and I was like, well, I guess it's only a couple of days. When I come back, then I'll, like, go ham on this game. Don't and ever. Everybody that I know is like, yeah, well, you know, I'm, like rank 20 or whatever like, yeah we're oh, farming like elder dragons now and everything it's like so i don't know if you'd really have a place with us don't ever consider streamers or whatever your friends no they're not they're not your friends they're there to power through the game and all that sort of thing you need to find somebody who is as slow and as lazy as you are when it comes to a game like monster hunter oh I- i'm not My- I-, I put in time but i'm I haven't beaten the story. I'm still like, I've farmed. I had to restart because mine was on the wrong account and you can't transfer save files. Oof. And I um, want to maybe play I with my wife. I restarted, but it was because I was so, an idiot. Yeah. And you messed up your character creation? Yeah. I yeah. But, <laughs> yo, that's one, honestly, that's one of the you ways know. that they make it so that with the, the better graphics, it's still really silly. They can, they'll let you make a really dumb looking person, which is what I did. Yeah, it's, it's, what, uh, it's what Jen did. She spent a long time making it's a really pretty, dumb looking person. My dude's eyes are like this and his mouth is permanently like. <laughs> and it's amazing. So in every cutscene, when a normal character is like, ha, my dude's just like, uh. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I love it. I tried to make like, the coolest, toughest looking woman that ever existed. And in the character creation, she looks amazing. In the game, she's cross-eyed. So every time <laughs> she's like ready for combat and staring in two different directions. It's insane. <laughs> it's like, okay, sure. Cool. I, love I basically just went with preset face. Like, I, I don't really care what my main character looks like. It's going to be covered in armor soon anyway. So fair. I'm not going to be able to see him. I do care what the cat looks like. So I spent a bit of time with the cat. Not that there's as many options with the cat, so oh, the I didn't spend so as perfect. much time. I'll give him that. But yeah, I, it's good to dip back into Monster Hunter on a machine that can handle it and controls well. 
because good lord, the DS versions did not work for that. Not a good platform for handling that sort of thing. So what's the ratio of like hunting monsters to to cooking with with cats? Uh, uh, cooking uh, with cats is a very low ratio in mm. the game, but there are, there are honestly <laughs> lots of opportunities to interact with cats if yes. that helps. Yeah, you so, have a. So there's a high reward. Yeah, especially when you get the best ingredients for the cats. I'm giving you a link of my cat, the best cat, little Jesse. <gasps> He's the cutest. Oh my He's god, that cat is very cute. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware he's, of his he's like a steampunk cat. Yeah, he's the best. You, you, you did a cat sound. Yeah, like meow. Perfect. <laughs> you are surrounded yeah, by cats things. in this game. You get a cat that will accompany you on your adventures and tries its best, but isn't really very good at fighting. But Yo, mine heals they try, me they try all the time. Best. Shout so, out to Sherlock the Palico. <laughs> they will also encourage you when it comes to barbecue. So that's good. That's true. Here's the here's the real thing. Go, I think it's either the Coral Hot, it's one of the places. There is a like little wild tribe of Palicos and they have a thing called the Lutarang. Level that shit up. The that's like, they just throws it at monsters and like, hey, I got you some awesome stuff, Meowster. And you come back and he's got like 50 scales. And you're like, that sounds Ooh. perfect. I want that thing. It's incredible. You don't even have to beat things. You can just fight them and they can run away. And then he'll be like, I got you like a pound of stuff and you're like oh, you're the best ever oh, what a sweet boy <laughs> mm -hmm. that does sound useful i want that i'm gonna it's have awesome. to pursue that at some point it's been it's been a fun experience so far i haven't played it with people i would like to but pff, they're all level 150,000 now so screw them i guess i don't get to play with people i normally play these no by myself. look you guys i think that they're good let's co-optional it up one, two, let's jump in. You, I that will... will never work. You you know this. We never, it's hard enough getting the three of us together for this show on a weekly basis. <laughs> no, man, I'd Getting do us it. to I actually play Hunter a game itch. together. I just want to farm and kill. What rank are you, Jessup? 10, I think? 11, something like that. It, I mean, it, it's unimportant because I'm not like ultra. All I'll say is Crendor ditched us to go of get power leveled did. by Sam. Of course he did. And now he's like, I can't play with you guys. I'm rank, I'm like high rank plus or whatever. And we're just like, cool, yeah. bro. <laughs> that's that sounds like a Crendor thing to do. That yeah, when, right. yeah, it's like, oh, oh, it was like, guys, can I go? It's like, yeah, sure. Um, we, we, we know what's gonna happen here. We know in, invariably what's gonna happen. You're gonna go with the cooler yeah. kids later, but okay, sure, you can play with us for a couple of hours until. You've uh, upgraded to a I'll better take your friend. Goose. He has a bow, so he's pretty useless in combat. Or not a bow, he has like a gun thing. Oh so it like, doesn't God, matter what he has, he'd be so, useless anyway. I don't know how anybody is effective with the gun. Well, there's several Holy kinds shit. of gun, isn't there, in that game? Uh, there's... Yeah, there's there's bows, and there's like the gun lance, and then there's the, there's a ton of stuff that you can use, but he's using like a crossbowy thing? I don't know. I don't know what the hell he uses. But a gun it... lance, as in like a lance? Yes. A lance and, and a, a gun. gun. Yep. It's kind of like your exactly squad. Final Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. 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 It Final does exactly what it says on the tin. That's the wonderful thing about it. it bow is, guns is what he's using, a bow gun. Yeah. Mm. Such as the Switch X, which is an axe that switches. Switch into axes a sword. are always quality. I, I'm using that. I'm using uh, I, I picked that and I was happy with my choice because it's 
I'm no, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing with it yet. I'm sort of mostly flailing it around, but sometimes it turns into a thing that makes explosions happen. And I assume that's a good thing, as long as it's the monster that's exploding and not me. So I think I'm doing it right. I don't know, but that's the wonderful thing about not streaming the game. You don't have anyone to tell you that you're doing it wrong. Oof. Yeah, I was trying to, the, the insect glaive or whatever it's called, I, that's the first thing I picked because I was like, oh, I get like a spear and then a little baby insect that comes like, oh, perfect. People are like, you are terrible at this. You have no clue what you're doing. So I was like, fine, I'm going to longsword where all I have to do is attack. And then fine. I have a bar that I'm raises. i use a Katani. F y'all. Doesn't fine. matter. I'll go with the easiest thing. They'll still tell you you're terrible at it, regardless of what weapon you picked. That is not a game I had any intention of putting in front of an audience. I'll tell you that. Like, it has too much history behind it. It's too, well, challenging. And people have played it for far too bloody long for you to put your newbie ways in front of them. Because they'll either want to backseat game you to the point where you would just want to leave, or they're going to insult you to the point where you're just going to want to leave. I I want to change my ratios before. 80% awesome game. Okay. 5% cats cooking. 5% right. online frustration. Right. 10% overall monster frustration. F those. Some of those monsters, like, you fight them and they're just like, hey, peace out. And they just leave. You're like, they just leave. 45 yeah. minutes on you. Yeah. So. That is right. A lot of, that's what, that's when you try to rage. jump on them and do, do that things like that. State feeling so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it really does interrupt that. It's like, oh, God, I'm in this perfect core gameplay loop and it's exactly where I need to be. And it's feeling, God, where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> my, Those moments are so necessary. My so combat trance like, is oh, broken. I should sharpen my fucking weapon. No, no, I mean, like, literally, they just, hey, I'm leaving the area. And they just go underwater and vanish forever. And you're like, but, but, but I cut off. There's one, he's like a tar thing and he's all bones. I broke every bone, in, like, off of him. I okay. cut off his tail. I destroyed it. I was. Hunting him, and he's like, I'm but, so badly hurt. Well, no I... wonder he left then. Jesse, are you I, okay? Do you need, like, a therapy session after the stream? I, I do. Around. You have no <laughs> clue. <laughs> damaged by Monster Hunter. Make, oh, make sure you damaged. charge him a good rate. Trust me, there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, it is, it, it's great to see that it's going down well with people. I am irritated that it's been delayed as much as it is on PC. But it's it's a good game to sit down on the couch and play. Seems to run pretty well on PS4 Pro. I've been told if you're a person that likes your frame rate high, don't play it on a regular PlayStation because you're not going to get that. But it's mostly okay. Like, it doesn't stay at 60. It floats around a bit. But it, it's mm. totally, it's fine. Like, it's it's good enough. I turned it to best performance possible, and it's good enough. Uh, I mean, you you know, you be. I, I think all of the Monster Hunter games have had performance issues anyway, so this is nothing new. I'm fascinated played, by. Oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I just played Little Nightmares, which is not anything to do with that. If anyone's played that, but it's really oh, good. We, we oh, will, okay. We'll definitely really talk good. about it though in a minute. Absolutely. Uh, I think uh, Jesse and Dodger have played that one. But yeah, let's wrap mm -hmm. up the Monster Hunter World thing. You, yeah, everyone uh, just seems really to be quickly, enjoying it. So, fascinated by uh, the talk of numbers when it comes to the game, how it's the highest-selling Monster Hunter ever, and yeah. just a, a weekend. Yeah, uh, 
But also on the flip side, a lot of people are saying that it might bear out the same thing as Final Fantasy 15, which was like huge opening weekend. And then it'll take another year for it to sell even a million more copies. So I'm interested. I'm completely front loaded. Yeah. Yeah. And I, cause you know, the people who want to play monster hunter have it already. And then Mm, I'm I'm curious what PC sales eight months or however many months from now are going to be like, and what that will look like, because maybe that will like, uh, there'll be resurgence in popularity for PC users. I have no clue. There might be. uh, uh, I mean, I, I could see some people who are playing it on console now buying the PC version just to kind of start again and maybe have a second chance of playing with their friends or whatever, or maybe, you know, to to, to run it a little bit better and all yeah. that sort of thing. I could see that happening. I think for Worlds, I'm more... I don't think it's going to be a front-loaded success because i think there will be the word spreading about oh this is a totally cool multiplayer game you should come play it with me whereas with final fantasy 15 that was not the case so i think it will probably grow as a result of that um and along with the people who end up just being too impatient to wait for the pc version which i don't blame them for in the slightest uh but it's good to see the success it's obvious that like they did a little bit of westernization on it to make it a bit more appealing, but not enough to make it boring. That's what I, I was afraid the identity of it and the silliness would go away, and I'm very glad that it hasn't. I'm not sort of I'm not a fan of like the first hour or so of the game. It's very scripted, but it was probably yeah. necessary, and it's been a fun experience regardless of that. So. Yeah, I dig it. I think it's a good game, from what I can tell. It's awesome. Sure, I'll change my mind later when frustration kicks in with the latest whatever it is that murdered me 500 times in a row. We'll see. Always. I just needed that one item. Not getting it. Not going to (laughs) happen. I just need one scale so that I can have the full armor set. Why is this so fucking hard? Nope. You don't get it. You don't get it. It's it's the um, MMO syndrome, isn't it? It's just I, I just need to complete the set. Like, nope, we're not gonna let you do it. We're gonna make you grind until your knuckles fall off. That was just wow. That would be a lot of grinding. Good lord, yeah. <laughs> Till they fall off. Yeah, you hold your knuckles like they're that's... an empty space. It's not even a. It's, that's it's not a even dome. medically possible. <laughs> Someone's gonna fall out. Well, I just got told, <laughs> rightfully so. <laughs> Uh, so, Doctor, awesome. uh, tell us a little bit about Little Nightmares, which is an awesome um, game, so I've been told. It was good. It, 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 more than that, I suppose. Did you, How um, scary you is DLC, Little Nightmares, or... I ask? Yeah, I, um, I, I've been playing... I, there's, like, multiple DLCs, I think. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, I'm playing the one with the water and the boy. I don't know what it's called. Um, uh, and... The worst one, you mean. The scariest, most terrifying one that ever was. With the... Water woman. I still haven't done any of the DLC. I need to just sit down and go ham on it. There's a war woman, but don't worry, I got her. Oh, good, thank God. So when I play, she won't be there. Sick. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I fixed the world for you. You fixed it. Problem Fantastic. I, I thought it was such a beautiful amalgamation of like the the spirit of you know limbo and um, inside, and then that kind of like. Japanese cultural influences and um, the controls were a little bit annoying, but it was very, very pleasurable few hours of my life while I mm. 
um, didn't do other stuff. <laughs> and uh, and Freddy Krueger's in it. So, you know, everybody wins. Great. I was not aware of that. Well, it's not. It, it's a, it's a, a man with, like, very, very small legs and, like, a skin mask and very long arms. And he grabs, but he looks like Freddy Krueger or, Fair if enough. anyone's seen Rick and Morty, Scary Terry. I know who you're talking about now, yeah. yes. <laughs> I was like, Freddy Krueger's in that game. Man, I really need to play the DLC. <laughs> no, the, the caretaker. I keep doing yeah, this that that's going to help. But yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, he's, he's scary ter- Terry. Yeah, the last time that we talked about this game, and I, I still hold to this, uh, I was saying that there are, even though it's been a while since I've played that game, there are scenes from that game that are so vivid for me. Like aesthetically, it's such, it's so well done and well put together and it like freaks you out exactly the amount that it wants to. Yeah. That's what really surprised me about that game is that a game with that kind of aesthetic has the ability to freak you out in that way. Mm. Because some would argue that it's a little bit cutesy in some ways. But then again, you can look at, say, another scene that's on the screen right now. It's like, oh, adorable little girl dragging that seat. Oh, that's a hanging person. Right. Yay. Oh, yeah. the, the, the direction. Like, the yeah. camera just, direction. That was in, just fabulous. Yeah, in, in particular. It's like, well, that is, that is, that is terrifying. Mm. It was really lovely. And, um, and there was the little pyramid head toy things that you yeah. chase little, and then you yeah, give them a, kids. you give them a little cuddle yeah that's all that happens and that's, that's all that it happens. that's all yeah. that happens to them well i don't know i put them down holes when i could when i had the opportunity to put them down a hole they went down that hole Perfect. nothing happens but i felt good well you just had to make sure be, yeah. honestly because yeah. you know, yeah. a game like that it could screw you over for not doing <laughs> something like that you could just just to be sure yeah you gotta try i also put um well, no, there was a there was a couple of things that unlocked if you did stuff that instinctively you would do, like jumping on the bed a whole bunch. That was an achievement. That's good. Um, so of course, I, I was just like, oh, I'm jumping on a bed. <laughs> achievement unlocked. <laughs> um, and like, I, I would I just tidied up quite a lot. So there was a few rooms that had like children's toys, and I just put all the toys in the drawers and shut the drawers because you know it's a falling hazard. It's true. And you get an achievement for that as well, so it's perfect. I don't know that you do. do that. It wouldn't surprise I, me. I think I've I got just the achievement did it now. because I play games the way that I I get told off for enjoying them the way that I want to enjoy them. I think a lot of developers up to this point uh, are now getting the psyche of certain kinds of players, and they're deliberately <laughs> putting things in to either appeal to those people or subvert it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of that. I-, I love it when they subvert. It's like you think you're one step ahead of the dev, and it's like the dev has clearly thought about what silly, smug thing you're going to do and then messes with you on that level. Yeah, for sure. That's brilliant. I love it. I, I like it when devs show me things that I didn't know I enjoyed. Like, that's cool. Like they-, they put like a feature in the game that... I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I'd never really considered it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm looking at the mm-hmm. secret achievements for it, and it's like, the, yep, there's the achievement for jumping on the bed. Throw Seven f- times, if I'm correct. Uh, s- at least six. 
So I'll go. give you that. I think that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Nailed it. Kitchen hand. What, what a, a thing to have memorized. I've got an exam coming up in a few weeks, but you know. There you go. <laughs> I, I know far more the important. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That'll be the one thing that is front and center in your mind when you take that exam, and you'll just be like, oh, this is the worst. It's just that nightmare that comes in your dreams when it comes to exams. Oh, here's a interesting one. Throw three ingredients into the large pot in the background of the main kitchen area. You get kitchen hand for that. I did that. Yeah. You can oh. throw it, it like it says ingredients. So and and there's like a fish head and like vegetables lying around, but you can okay. throw soap in and that works. All right, soap. <laughs> wow. Okay. There's uh, also one involving the piano. Yes. Yeah, when you reach the piano that hands from uh, the ceiling, hit every key to complete the achievement. Mm. I'm a bit, of, I'm a bit of um, one of the like, I'm a bit of a completionist. That's to touch everything. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, not a bad I don't do the thing. hard ones though. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I got um I got platinum trophy on uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. It was my first platinum, and I was very proud. Damn. I, it's, it's pretty easy. I don't. Th <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get close to a platinum on anything or the equivalent of yeah. one. I'm an anti-completionist. I play as many games as I can, and I never finish any of them. It just doesn't happen. If I if I finish a game, it's generally by accident. I didn't. Oh, is mean it like to. you don't even do the main quest? Oh, I'll do. I'll do a bit of it, and then I'm just like. I like tr I like tasting different things. I like I like <laughs> if I, I like trying game, as many accident. games it's like as tapas. possible. It's yeah. like video game tapas. Oh, That's I'm exactly a what bit it of is. This Final Fantasy game, a little bit of this game. Yeah, but I'm uh, not gonna uh, finish a meal. I have my fill of games pretty easily, and I'm like, you know what? I got what I needed out of that. I'm moving on now, because we have so many more things, and there are just just a ludicrous number of games that exist and a lot no, of them are trying really cool there's new no things. games nothing yes of course ever. yes that a little that wonderful prevalent attitude of the games industry it's <laughs> ruined it's ruined everything's a loot box now and there's no games other than fifa and overwatch and hearthstone and everything's terrible uh, no does that still exist? FIFA? Oh, it, it yeah, very much. The concept of <laughs> FIFA? Well, no. Does FIFA <laughs> exist? Well, one. Well, yes. I mean, the, the organization. Does, I, gonna, I thought we were gonna, getting, is this like, an existential question here? Like, does yeah. FIFA exist? Are games real? I was like, I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> it, it's a way for EA to make a sickening amount of money from gambling addicts. I know that much. But that's not good. No, it's, it's it is not, as we have discussed Very on the show many too. many times. The, the that is not a good thing at all. But the uh, when it comes to games for me, I'm just like I'm seeing so many cool ideas and evolutions on other ideas, and they're, they're popping up on a daily basis on Steam. I was like, I can't spend a hundred hours with one game. There's so much more to try out. There's so much more to go through. So. It's a buffet for me. So much. I think I've spent 100 hours on Animal Crossing Pocket Edition. I'm like level 52. It's really hard to level up in that game. I think that's on purpose because they would really, really like you to spend money and your muted dodger. The incline <laughs> becomes impossible is all that I said. It, it really does. 
that's I, on purpose. I can't stop. For sure. Just terrible. I tried um, to. Oh, sorry, Dodge, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I have a, a game that just came out that I am in love with and I've almost beaten. All right. What, you, what is it? It's called Celeste. Uh, oh, yes. It's a fantastic platformer by the people who made Towerfall, which a lot of people probably know how much I loved Towerfall. Uh, so in terms of like the mechanics and how it feels to play it, it feels very Towerfall-y. Um, but the concept of the game is that you're playing a girl named Madeline who is uh, trying to climb to the summit of a mountain. And she's not a mountain climber, but it's just something that she feels like she has to do. And it's like the characters are adorable. The way that all of the different levels are set up and um, sort of the more intense situations story-wise that are set up are just done so well. Um, they're like kind of equivalents to like boss situations a few times in this game that make you so tense and make you freak out so bad, but they're, it's just great. Um, I'm absolutely loving this game. I'm on the summit right now, but it's like the longest part of the game. So it's taking me a little while to get through it, but I've almost beaten it and uh, I'm absolutely in love with it. The exploration of mental health themes in that game are exquisite. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to bring it up uh, right away because I was like, oh my gosh. Speaking of mental health, like the whole the whole concept of the game is is that she's having to face her inner demons as she's like climbing this mountain, and it's oh, so it's just beautiful. done so well. I yeah, love it. It is, and and the the, the way that they integrated the um, mechanic into it of. Uh, when she has the panic attacks and you have to deliberately calm yourself down. And, and it's like, we are actually teaching the player frustration tolerance and emotional regulation. Like that's actually what's happening right now. Yeah. It's, yes. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. I love it so much. Two I'm really excited up. to see how it ends, but I, I think I'm like maybe a half an hour away from beating it, uh, but it's so fun. And it, it, I don't know. I've played some really frustrating platformers on TV. I know that like difficult platformers are not your ish. They're not but... exactly my genre of choice. G given yeah. given a choice of games, yeah, I would generally avoid them. But I feel like I don't know. I've played some that have been frustrating to the point where you're like, I fucking give up. <laughs> and I I think that this one is the perfect amount of frustrating. Um every area introduces some kind of a concept that makes it really intriguing to figure stuff out. Um, there are collectibles in the game, but the game tells you right away, like you don't have to get these to have like a true ending, right? Like these, these exist if you want to go for them. And if not, you're good. Like just experience the game, which I appreciated a lot. <laughs> it's nice to be told that right off the bat, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, I was very, I was very delighted that the game did that. Well, yeah, all I'm hearing about this game is, it reminds me of the reception that Meat Boy got when it came out. Like in yeah. terms of, mm -hmm. this might be the best platformer that's ever been made, kind of situation, and we're starting to get that sort of vibe with this. It's quite Meat Boyish, but less squishy. Hmm. It I'm watching the, the footage I, that you have yeah, playing, and it's just 
whoever's playing just jumping a lot just like jumping up and down in the same spot over and over again it's making me laugh it, it's I, awesome. I, i'm looking at that and i'm thinking to myself i would not i there's there's too many spikes here there's too many things to fall down I don't know if the game's attempt to teach me frustration tolerance would be enough to get me over the inherent frustration that I find when it comes to these kind of games. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a personal decision, though, hey. Like, when, when you get into it, you're like, am I... Like, it's like Dark Souls. It's like, am, am I going to have the dedication to overcome how really, really annoying this is going to be to get that, like, sweet reward here at the end of it? Or shall I just not bother? at all and go yeah. and play something that makes me feel good instantly like it, it just depends what you mm. want and what you what you're into i yeah, like when a no game is really difficult and the payoff is that the story is fantastic yeah like that's that's always such a good feeling like oh my god all my hard work <laughs> was first was for something you know i'm going to assume you felt the exact opposite about dark souls then because there really wasn't a story payoff for any of that no, for Dark Souls, for for Dark Souls, the payoff for me was like I have to face this boss over and over and over again, and then I feel satisfied because I figured out how to beat it. That's fair. I I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I find satisfaction in that. A lot of the time, I don't really. There's there's yeah. been certain games where probably because it's just been on stream where i felt right i've i've hit a wall i need to beat it because i'm on stream there's people watching etc or it's part of a video where i mean the meat boy video that i did years ago was a great example of that mm. i could have very easily just cut it off during that first boss but like you know what no we're not gonna stop this bloody video until i've beaten this bloody boss and eventually we did and that did feel pretty good but i don't chase that all the time it's I got not really a... confused then. <laughs> you were like, I could have easily just cut it off. And I didn't realize you were talking about the stream. And I'm like... Definitely that. What What would you... What? When, dealing with Meat... when dealing with Meat Boy, yeah. I mean, we, we would... It's, it's, uh, I could it's just... We could, I cut off the knuckles, but apparently there's nothing there to cut off. So can't cut that off. It, I, I don't... Tendons. Oh, there's a tendon there? All right. Well, I, I guess we could just slice that up then. Anyway... Outside of the self-harm bit, it's sure. it's not an... I was about to say, it's not an experience I actively pursue. I'm like, no, this sentence is still going wrong. There's just no way to salvage it. Abandon ship at this point. <laughs> it, we, um, we did a big research study uh, last year, um, and we did a similar one the, the year before. I think we had something like, like a total of four or 5,000 respondents. Um, and we asked, you know, do you think that games have a psychological or emotional benefit? And um, we did like a Likert scale style survey, but as well as that, we asked like which games. And there was there was a few that just came up persistently again and again and again, and Dark Souls and Demon Souls were one of them. Hmm. And I, like, it just surprised me so much because I, I, I don't like frustration core games at all, um, but, people really, really get a lot out of them in terms of, like, that emotional fulfillment. like, like coming, right? Yeah. They yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I sort of wish that that was a thing for me because it sounds pretty cool, but I don't... <laughs> it's happened before. It's just it doesn't happen consistently. 
Well, I think it's like a cost benefit thing, right? Where I've had moments where it's been like, yeah, I finally beat that thing and I overcame it. And then I look back on those moments and I'm like, yeah, but that was like five hours. And boy, do I not want to do that again. I could have played a different game for those five hours. Yeah, yeah like played I could, five uh, different games for yeah, one hour. I could, you know, I, I yeah. could have indulged in my buffet of, of my steam buffet once again and tried something else. And you know, oh, I go- thought you just meant like the buffet that's always going on at your house. <laughs> yeah, that that is actually yeah. what happens for those who haven't visited and know you don't get to come. It's like a China buffet up con- in there. Constant buffet. Like- incredible i mean to be fair with the amount of curry sauce that's in this house right now we might as well dude i've been following your journey with curry sauce (laughs) it's been i i just been i've been quite determined to gain access to this both chinese and uh, i can tell you for a fact that someone here will back me up on this because they're british and they understand chinese takeaway curry sauce yeah yes Good stuff. So on, on chips, yeah? Yeah, on chips, obviously. Yeah, on yeah, chips. yeah. Fri- you can yeah. have chips and fried rice and mash them up a bit, right? That's the best. Oh, yeah. yeah. There like, you go. Like proper mash it. So yeah, it's, pro- it's proper like mash it. Exactly. You know, and it's just it's just a, it's a <laughs> curry stodge by that point. You could put some yeah. noodle in there. You can have some chicken in there, maybe. Uh, but yeah, you, you've got to mash it up and you can eat, you know, a couple of couple of kilos of it just in a big tray just keep just going carbs it, and curry sauce. it's perfect. perfect there we go good i'm glad i've got backup on this can't get it in the u.s just can't not get a thing it in either. that sounds yeah. fucking weird i gotta be real with you that sounds I'm with, like... I'm with dukes that's weird you don't understand you don't uh, i will uh, rice fries curry sauce and yep. maybe chicken and you mash it yeah mash it up just mash it up you can um, you can get it delivered. <laughs> look next look next this time you go to Coxcon, yeah, it's fantastic. Next time you go to Coxcon, there is at least two Chinese takeaways that deliver to the hotel that you stay at. I know this because I have had it delivered there multiple times. Just order, and it'll be uh, the, the best thing is this is on the menu because they understand that so many British people want this combination. Order chips, fried rice, curry sauce. You just order that, and it comes as a tray. It's about a kilo in terms of weight. You know, it's about two pounds worth what of means. this. What is two pounds? About two point two pounds, I think. That's a lo- that's a big and, meal. Okay. Yep, and you just go and you just keep eating, and it's it is a massive, delicious carb load. It's wonderful. I just, it doesn't make sense but okay it makes you know perfect what? sense you can fold it, it in if you want sense. if you don't want to mash it you can fold it in a little bit that's okay as well just as long as everything's soaking in it and i've had to import chinese curry sauce from the uk and i found a brand that tastes good and i'm happy with that but i've also been chasing katsu curry the japanese mm. stuff and i've ordered mm. a lot of that and i may have ordered too much because i think i have about 90 servings of it now and that's too much for one man but you found you found a good one i found some good brands by eating all of the brands so <laughs> yeah i had a, i actually had a uh curry uh curry ichiban uh or cocoa ichiban isn't it uh, i yeah, think yeah. which is the which is the actual japanese chain i had one of those before the show they just do it in a bag boil in a bag and it was delicious. It was like one of the best curries I've ever had. And it came Great. out of a bag. <laughs> what are we doing? 
what are we doing? Because apparently we, we can't cook for anything. If they can beat us by having something that you boil in a bag in a pan, we're rubbish at this. You sound like you sound like you're making a confession. Like you sound really guilty. <laughs> I, I do not feel in the slightest bit guilty for what I'm doing with the curry sauce right now. I might feel guilty for some of the things I've been doing with the air fryer lately, but not the curry sauce. I'll say that. That reminds me. The air frying everything has been air frying everything. Yes, fascinating. I, I, yeah. I have a smart oven. And one of its features is an air fryer, which... Sorry, you're going to have to break down for me the concept of air frying. Concept of air fr What's the best thing to... You know fry? how in the movies when, like, someone gets hit by, a, like, a nuclear blast, there's, like, yeah, they vaporize? It's like yes. that, but with food. Uh, sort of, yeah. It's <laughs> I mean... very, very hot air. Um, it's like su super convection, basically. It, it's you cook with very, very hot air that constantly circulates around the food, and it generally results in a very crispy food product that comes out the other end of it. So, almost like deep fat frying something, like a kamehameha, but with just like, air. Ah, it's, it's actually much healthier than regular frying because you can do it without oil, and it's. <laughs> but I, I've just I've been trying to air fry everything in the house up to this point and i think you know some of them have not been the best successes that they could have been let's just put what, it was the, what was the best and what was the worst uh best i've done with it uh if you if you put beer battered cod in there perfect Really, Wait, it's really already good. beer battered and you're putting it in Well, a... it, yeah, it's America. I'm not going to find good fish and chips here. I have to go, you know, it's frozen. The nice thing about it is it turns frozen food into something far more edible. When it act well, you act can't eat them when they're frozen. Well, no, that's why you put it in the air fryer and it's much, much better by the end of it. It tastes like it was actually real fish at some point. So that's great. I was happy with that. The worst result... TV's um, figured out how to lie to himself really well. Yeah, I've been in, in I've been in America for five years. There are certain compromises that need to be made, unfortunately, to remain here. Uh, the worst result, I did manage to dry something out to the point where it was essentially inedible. Um, I try to remember what I think. I, I think I was trying to make um, a sort of panko chicken of some sort, and. I just dried it to the point where I could have probably thrown it and it would have been an effective tool of breaking windows rather than actual food. It was just rock solid. So I messed that up. I'm saying that. But for the most part, great gadget. Wonderful. There's my food segment Sounds over it. the show. <laughs> Sounds it. Sounds great. I yep. enjoyed it. Thank air you. Air frying. Sharing. I I endorse <laughs> air frying and smart ovens. Toaster ovens, we they have they have endured this once before. My previous model of toaster oven got about three weeks of featuring on the show because I was talking about learning about all the different features. I was like, well yeah, but you can do this in a toaster oven and it's so much more convenient and blah blah blah. But now I also have an air fryer in there, so they're gonna have to deal with several more weeks of this. I genuinely like... didn't know smart ovens were a thing. They're, they are yeah. wonderful. Ever ever since TB said that he got one that was also an air fryer, I was like, oh shit. I've, I've really wanted like a toaster oven. If I can get basically a smart get, toaster oven, one that's you, like yeah, if you can get that, if I can get it. If I can get a little a little countertop oven that can also be an air fryer, like that would be amazing. Well, you can because but I own one. It's wonderful. Can it replace 
Can it replace my microwave? Yes, because microwaves are just terrible. microwave stuff in there? Yeah. But like... Cool. Absolutely. What then about like a little oven that's just for like pizza bagels? How much um, are those? Actually, like, the smart oven is really good for pizza bagels because not only does it have a pizza mode, it has a bagel mode oh, as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you press you both like, buttons at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so you can have like the crunchy outside of a bagel yep. with the light not ruined inside of a bagel yep. and pizza on top of that? Yep. Just do it half on one, half on the other. Perfect. Or air fry it. You could just air fry it. Life-changing. Life-changing. I'm not going to air fry pizza. What's a pizza bagel? I'm sorry. A What's pizza... a pizza bagel? It's exactly... Uh, it's, it's, it's pizza what it... toppings on half of a bagel. Yeah. It's like... America. It's again. <laughs> again, America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we figured all... out how to turn everything into a bagel. <laughs> into a... <laughs> Put anything they on do a bagel. Do we have that. whole it shops and restaurants designed on putting shit on bagels. That is yeah. true. We that have entire chains do. that are all about, like, what can bagels become? That is true, which is odd because, so and as far as I'm concerned, there are only two valid things to put on a bagel. One is butter and the other is cream cheese. And boat putting both on is also fine. Yeah, but, like, then you can get Not a bagel. Not quite sandwich. American enough yet. Oh, my God. You can get, like, oh, kind of meat? Smoked, you can put smoked salmon on it. That's uh, all right. Anything that, that's very good. It's anything that you get at your standard like deli, like a pastrami or a you know. Yeah. Like a roast I don't beef. like that. Just put I, on a bagel and it's like, yeah, but, but pastrami, but uh, like Swiss cheese sauerkraut on there. Oh just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a Reuben. Get me a Reuben. So Hell glad yeah. you were. But really then on a bagel. <laughs> on a bagel. Reuben yeah, bagel. I'm hungry oh, now. Lord. It's eight o'clock in the morning. I ain't had breakfast yet. You know what I saw? By the way, since we're on food, I'm gonna say this. Saw an article. I've been saying this for years. Pizza, one of the best breakfasts you can have. Oh, well, yeah, cool. yes, breakfast pizza, obviously. Just, as just as like as normal as pizza. No. Normal, normal pizza, pizza that's been in the fridge overnight is a better breakfast. breakfast than most breakfasts that you can have. That like, like pitch you as like breakfast food. Pizza, just better. Well, are you talking on a scientific level here? Like, there's an actual article yeah. proving this, not just yes, preference. Good. Because of all the things, like it has, the the it has the potential to be better. Unless you have like an ultra meat pizza, then you're probably screwing yourself. But like, if you have vegetables, because it has tomato and and cheese and bread, so it's like all these things you need to like get started cheese, rather than the, the just most like well known vegetable, a bowl of cereal, right? Well, so it's just yeah, like, I mean, really, there's not much in most bowls of cereal that's that's all that useful, really. Not yeah, to most your body. most breakfast is pretty jank and so but it's it saying something that, like, that a person who's barely awake can assemble and actually that eat. is very true that that's yeah. the thing you have to understand about breakfast food is overcomplicating it becomes a problem it's like i'm i'm half awake this is why i mess up flipping the eggs as consistently as i do that's why which is about 70 percent of the time pizza. i'll break or at you get least a breakfast one pizza yolk. with had you have an egg cracked on that shit Oh my God! Put TV, an egg on it. Yeah, there is a put place. An egg on it. TB, there is a place. Oh, I thought we were still, still talking about cereal. You don't have to convince me. You don't have to pitch me on this. I'm already in. N A. It's so good. I'm already in. Take you. Get you in the car. Endorsement not required. I'm all in with you. That's good. We can do that. Anyway, now that we've made our guest very hungry, who has not had breakfast yet, go get some breakfast. We'll have a little break. Go get some cereal or something or whatever it is. 
that you've I'm got. Right, mate. No, I don't believe you for the in the slightest. <laughs> breakfast. I'm Breakfast. That's not I'm real breakfast. Breakfast most important meal of the day. We'll be right this back after the break to talk more about video games, possibly, or we could go back to food. That might work as well. We'll be right back after the break. Do not go anywhere. Buy my goddamn shirts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Hopefully you had a wonderful break. The sounds of Zircon, the world circuit, playing Tandoori Beats there. Highly recommended that particular album and anything by Zircon. Actually, just get everything he's ever done. It's great. He is great. He is great, no doubt. All right. Let's get on to a few more games we've been playing this week. Well, I can tell you for a fact, I think the current record... With my wife at Antiheroes now two to twenty in her favor. Damn. God damn it. <laughs> it's interesting, as I said last week, to play the same game against the same person over and over and over again mm. and have one person be clearly better than the other and try and figure out how to beat them. I have to imagine that's how fighting games feel for a lot of people. <laughs> This but at is, least it's crushing. with Antihero, you have time, right? You have time to think to your, like, when it's their turn. It's worse. It's worse that you have time. You get to dwell on your failings. It's like, how am I going to, she, she's got 75% of the map. I can't know. How did she even get to this point? Right. She's very, very good at it. I'll say that. And she knows me too well. That's the problem. That's the main problem. Because mm -hmm. she sees what I'm about to do before I do it. And then I walk right into her trap over and over again that's been happening to me a lot is anti-hero on mobile yet or no that's a, it's on mobile which is exactly why i've been playing it so much because uh, we we do play by email basically with um ipads and stuff like that and it's cross play so uh, you can take a turn on pc if you want or you could take a turn on your phone if you want uh, all cross play smart. yeah it's very very good very very good I imagine since they put it on mobile, nobody bought it because it costs actual money and nobody buys games on oh, mobile. It's so good, though. Chat, it is. If none of you have played Antihero yet. This game is so fucking good. It is very good. Just support it. Yeah. Grab it's got, it. It's got a nice little campaign as well. So yep. there is content there. But I've been playing a couple of other mobile games that have turned out to be pretty good. Meteor Fall being one of them. This came out only a few days ago. as well, because I was like, man, ever since Finding Spire, I really yeah. want to play games that are uh, dungeon crawlers slash deck, deck builders. Are yep. one of those existing? That very specific genre. Yeah, I, I had exactly the same feeling. And as it turns out, Meteor Fall, which is, let's get it right out of the way right now. It is not going to replace your Slay the Spire craving if you have one of those. No. It's not. And the reason for that is because it's a lot simpler, it's a lot it's much shorter. It's more mindless, and it's much easier to gain, like, what, what Spire calls energy in this game is called stamina. 
Yeah. And the game makes it really easy to just have tons of stamina. So you can just use all of your cards. You don't have to think about it. Much. Yeah, th there's not there's not a huge amount of uh, as much decision making anyway. It's uh, sort of they use the left right swipe mechanic quite nicely. And indeed, they when I say swipe, I'm being quite literal because often the cards are taken away by a bear for some mm -hmm. reason. Just giant bear paw comes off and swipes the cards off the screen. The art style for this game is wonderful. It's very um, adventure time. It's probably the mm. best way to describe the inspiration. Yes. So, art style, the art style feels very adventure time. I agree. Yeah. It, it is a... There's four classes to play with, and it's quite short, and there are a few cards to unlock. And I would say in order to beat the game, I may be wrong on this, maybe I was just terrible, you have to unlock all three of each class's card because those cards replace their worst cards in the default starter deck, which makes mm. the game easier as a result. But yeah, the game the game gives you opportunities to get rid of cards. But... Quite often, actually, it's yeah. nice. Yeah, it, 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 the deck building aspect of it is good. The combat aspect of it is a lot simpler than something like Slay the Spire is, mm -hmm. and you know, there's fewer events and things like that. It's a shorter experience. It's a quicker experience. You know, it's a three dollar game that's a good few hours of entertainment. That's that's One... how I'd best describe it. One thing that I would also say is that it actually does a good job of very simply kind of explaining to you how to think about a deck builder. Like it it takes the time to just just in like one sentence just be like, "Hey, we're going to, you know, choose your cards. Remember, maybe don't take all of them. Like yeah, think about do think that. about how to have a simple deck, you know." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, it's cool that they take the time to say that instead of just assuming that you'll play the game enough that you'll figure that out, you know? Yeah, it's, it's pretty important in Media Fall as well. Mm -hmm. Like, you can definitely get completely card screwed and that will get you killed in this game and wipe yeah. your progress completely. But it's it's nice, you know, it's well presented, it's cheap, it's cheerful. It definitely scratched the deck builder itch a little bit for me. And iOS does not have enough deck builders on it. I, I have discovered. I have been looking for them, and all of the deck builders on iOS, I'm pretty sure I own already. Yeah. I, I did find one that I don't own, which I now do, called Xenoshift, which is a translation of a physical card game deck builder, which is like it's almost like a tower defense game, where you're defending your a, you're defending your sort of uh, colonial outpost against a Starcraft-like alien Zerg attack, and you're doing that by spending your resources to buy troops and gear and then there's a combat phase where you place things in specific order and stuff like that and that's good i like that a lot uh, it's uh that's a good solid deck builder and of course we know about ascension and its million expansion packs and you know you could probably just play ascension forever if if you're enough into ascension and you just want to play a card deck builder ascension's got ascension's great yeah. yeah you've got enough content there forever but those uh, whole dungeon crawler deck builder things, which Slay the Spire is, Urgh, I want to play more on mobile of those. Uh, there's uh, actually another one that I found on Steam that looks really promising. I think uh, I think it's just called Monster Slayers. And it looks like it does some things that Slay the Spire doesn't, and it looks like as a result it might be pretty entertaining. 
It is a deck builder roguelike adventure. It's actually fully released. It's not in early access. And apparently it was a remake and rebuild of a game that used to be on Congregate years and years ago. Oh, and I love Congregate. Yeah, Congregate was full of all sorts of wonderful things. You can play the original for free on Congregate. But Monster Slayers, which is nine bucks, is available on Steam. Sadly, not on mobile. That was the first thing I was hoping. It's like, oh, please be on mobile. Nope. <laughs> yeah. They haven't done a mobile port of this. But it's got a nicer oh. art style. It's got a, It's got loot in it. It's got randomly generated epic loot, which you could equip to your character. And it's got like a party system going on with it. So this looks like it might be worth a shot for those who have been binging Slay the Spire lately. So I would have a look at that. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, though. Uh, so that's that. Yeah. So that's that stuff I've been playing on mobile. At any rate, mm. I I um I have this game on mobile. I you guys might have talked about this before. It's called uh, Tabi Keru. It's called um, what? Tabi Keru. It's T T A B I K A E R. You, I might be saying that wrong. No, I've never played that. What is it? Um, it's it's from the people who made Neko Atsume. Oh, um, so (laughs) (laughs) right, this this could take a while. (laughs) Um, oh, I've got a bee in my place. So, um, so, (laughs) so what? So, um, I've got a little friend, he's a frog. And he he goes um, on adventures and he sends me pictures home. Um, and I give him, yeah, for some reason, there's a bee in my, my garden. I've never seen this bee before. Oh, it's a cute um, bee, at least. It's a very cute bee. Um, so he, here he is. Like he's, he's eating some dinner at the moment. Sorry, it's not focusing very well. He is um, eating dinner. He he's eating some dinner. dinner he's like, it's soup again. <laughs> He is. Bees are horribly ungrateful. He, always, he ungrateful. always looks pretty angry. Aw. He's so cute. Um, and you put things in his backpack, um, and he takes them away on his adventures. And, you know, depending on what you put in his backpack, it, like that dictates kind of where he goes and how far he goes and what he does while he's there, and Aww. therefore the pictures that you get back from him. Um, it's not been translated to English, so I got no idea what's going on. What's going on, going on? <laughs> I got no clue whatsoever, um, but it's fun nonetheless. That's my story <laughs> for today. Adorable. You can tell by looking at it immediately that it's by the Nico Atsumi people. Yay, when you just yeah, look at nice. the art style of it, it's pretty clear. Which well, is good. They've got an identity. There's no doubt about that. It's what I look for in a mobile game, something that requires almost no cognitive function whatsoever something like just be like right cool you know like just like the animal crossing mobile game exactly yeah all it requires is a functional credit card Uh, i spent spent no money on that game ever zero zero dollar reduce yeah but you can't do anything now can you i'm level 52 mate damn damn i do what i want (laughs) Within a very strict set of limitations. Uh, yeah, but I got an, an elephant. She hangs out with me. All oh, right, uh, and that she makes skates. it all better. I've yeah. got a half pipe in my in my campsite, so 
Nice. Have you got a half pipe in your campsite? Too? I never installed that game. I have no intention of installing it. I did not put a half pipe in my campsite. No. It's not really a game, honestly. It's uh, more of a time waster. What is a game? I uh, see. Does I FIFA exist? I actually are, are have an answer to that. So does FIFA exist? Do not bring this up because I did like a thirty-five-minute video on what a game is. Do I can I can actually answer that question, what and you don't want to hear it. What Trust a me. game means. Whatever. Oh, dear. And I'm thanking you for giving it to me. What a girl! What a girl! I'm oh, so proud of you two. I Thank don't you. know which of you is worse. <sighs> like, it's a really yes. solid three way tie. I love it. Oh, dear. This is how I thought this would go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we that you had that. accurate expectations for this podcast. That is good. Yeah. The, the last thing we want is people coming in expecting something sensible or productive. Uh, you're getting neither oh, of those. I, I get so bored. People expect me to come on things and be like on with the doctor stuff. I'm like, nah, no, just talk no. about video games. <laughs> well, that's the problem. We can't really do that either, but we don't expect anything else out of you. So, you know, there's the compromise at that point. Yeah. You don't have to worry noodles. about that. And pizza bagels. Yeah, we talked about pizza. But we did. Wow. We did. This podcast has actually been very off topic. <laughs> yeah, we, we ran off the and rails. the song states, pizza in the morning, pizza, pizza in, the, in evening, the evening, pizza at supper time. When, when pizza's on a, bagel, on a bagel, you can, you eat, can pizza eat pizza anytime. 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 It just sounds like you're an ad at this point. This, and that is an ad. That's actually an ad. Yes. ad. That's why we both know it. <laughs> That's but insidious like to me. Actions as well, like you, but you did the actions in perfect. You see how insidious state. it is. This is what American advertising does to kids as they're growing up. It burns it into their brain. It's like tattooing the cerebellum with these products. It's terrible. That's amazing. Look, I have to say, one of the big pros to watching uh, British television is oh, yeah. no ads for pharmaceuticals. Yes, That's like. Wow. Well, that's a good pro oh, to watching I go to America and I'm every like, country. What is this? Yeah, it's it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. Or hearing it on the radio and then hearing their list of side effects at five thousand times the speed of what a human is capable of hearing. That's yeah. and they just uh, I think by law insane. they have to list all of the possible yeah, side effects. Oh yeah, anything that anybody's ever reported, even if it's like one in death. ten million. Death yeah. includes death most of the time. Includes yeah. death almost every time. But Everything kill... includes death. I, go out, I leave the house and I'm um, at higher risk of death. Yeah, uh, it will cure your constipation. I'm, I'm very I happy to not have. You could die, but it'll make your mouth. It's a good thing you're drinking the coffee then. Yeah. See, she's already on it. She's already fixing it. Don't worry, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional. She's a doctor. <laughs> Ask your doctor if this is right for you. It won't be. Don't ask me, guarantee. please. No, oh. All right. no we're like, not. You can ask a doctor, but not, but not me. Yes, not this specific one. Is coffee right for me? Yes. Potential death. Potential. You could die from coffee. I mean, Ooh, people oh, have. Uh, 250 uh, milligrams in a day uh, is caffeine intoxication. You can get. I spoke that like Yoda, but you kind of got the picture. 250 milligrams of caffeine. Of caffeine. Uh, what did you say? Oh, caffeine intoxication. Caffeine intoxication. Intoxication, oh, intoxication. That's what I was looking for. What are the symptoms? 
Can I tell you, can I regale you a story of when I was young and in college and drank uh, seven energy drinks in the span of 30 minutes and laughed myself to the point where I thought I was dying because I was laughing so hard? And <laughs> That's because you were actually I think dying. Was probably yeah. intoxication. Yeah, I just want to, we were like, we Please thought we, we, we were going to have like a contest. We were going to like drink who could ever drink the most. And I drank seven different ones and then started laughing and couldn't stop laughing and started crying because I was laughing. I had a Dodger moment where I was like, I can't stop laughing and those happen I'm, to me when i haven't drank anything though <laughs> yeah, yeah but like I for just stop. no reason at all i'm intoxicated on life guys yeah uh, so, you let me know if that's what the that's what it is because i think uh, I've, I I've, lost, on ones. I've lost my notes about it but um it, it's as you would expect like palpitations and racing thoughts and um because the, the way that it stimulates your uh nervous system your adrenergic nervous system it can cause like arrhythmias and then your heart does does a stop yeah Oof. generally does not a, a good thing stop it's no no nope. good how so much we've learned is... today i've educated how much is 250 milligrams of caffeine like in your average in your average cup of coffee like how much caffeine is... uh, you know actually screw it so i have a can of monster juice monster energy here which is the only good energy drink everything else tastes terrible how much caffeine has this thing got in it? Co coffee's uh, like 30 or 40. I think one of them's got like 80 or something. Like something stupid. I have one piece of caffeine gum. Yeah, I don't think it even lists it, actually, in terms of how much caffeine this stuff has in it. Probably, everything that I'm looking at probably is not a good amount. Milliliters. Like milligrams. Well, I if it's, like if an it's, extreme amount. well, if it's liquid, did you say milliliters? Because in liquid. No, milligrams of caffeine. I'm looking this up. I'm yeah. Looking this, up. this is important but for gamers. This is important this is, gamer news. Very if it's important, like, yeah. If it's oh. like the consistency of water, isn't uh, like mm. a the weight of a milliliter is actually one milligram on something that's the consistency of water, right? Or am I just bad at science? Are you, are you thinking of. I, I probably I just see, I, sides. I, I don't. Okay. I don't <laughs> God bless. No, I can't find how much caffeine is in this anywhere on on the can, which is a bit disturbing, actually. Here we go. I got you. I got you. Uh, God bless infographics. So uh, the safe limit of caffeine is 400 milligrams of caffeine a day, uh, which is two five-hour energy drinks, uh, five and a third espressos, uh, oh. five Red Bulls, Two and a half monsters, or a uh, eleven pack, not a twelve pack of Coke. So there. Whoa, you go. that's still in the safe limit to your body. <laughs> I mean, caffeine-wise, I don't think you should drink well, twelve Cokes in a day. Yeah, that's safe either. limit versus <laughs> what you you know versus what is comfortable. It's probably 160 milligrams in what it's, it's a good job. I only drink one of those a day at most. Jesus. Yeah, that would... That, I mean, usually I don't like energy drinks, but I found this one pink one, Juice Monster Pipeline Punch or whatever, which was tasty, and I thought, I'll, have, I'll order some of that. I'm, and I'm now I'm terrified, terrified to drink it anymore. Five-hour energy, two of those little tiny baby bottles is enough for a day. Like, I know people, especially people who, like, uh, stock shelves or, like, drive late at night, who down, like, five of those things. So... That's you know, you know, how could that possibly be a good idea? Like when you're taking something like that, like a shot, like, you know, if that's, is there any time in life where having five shots of anything is a good idea? Probably not. Uh, like a wedding. 
five shots of a wedding. That's, no, like at a wedding, not of a wedding. Five shots of a wedding. I took five photos. They were very close. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a, that's <laughs> a bad great. idea. Someone's going to get very angry that you only took five photos. So my point stands. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Jesus, God. Yeah. We have learned a lot about drugs today. You shouldn't have them unless they're prescribed to you. In which case, that's okay. Have that. That's, that's fine. Excellent advice. Good, solid advice, I feel. When it comes to video games, has anyone else played anything else this week? Because I think I might be fresh out. Uh... Well, I'm not. I've got a couple more, um... but I'd rather you guys fill in. Yeah, so uh, just, I mean, real quick, because uh, it's something we talked about before, but apparently I went back and uh, was playing more Total War Warhammer, which how did oh, I get Oh, yes. I play, they have new, they have new some. races now. Yes, There's they do. Like have you been playing the uh, the Tomb Kings? I've been playing the you Tomb Kings. I did. The Tomb and Kings. I guess their yeah. story is like they hate the vampires. I don't know why. They uh, don't necessarily. It depends on what faction you're with. Some of them actually quite like the vampires. Some of them really uh, don't. Super cool, yeah. I logged in, and the title screen was like a floating pyramid. I was like, "Yeah, oh my god, it's Stargate SG-1. And I was very excited and immediately jumped in and was like, I got to play these guys. And he plays like Egyptian skeletal kings and shit. It was great. Yeah. I was like, what? This game is the best. So, and that's surprisingly uh, yeah. diplomatic. You would think, huh, I'm probably not going to make friends with that many people. But as it turns out, especially if you pick the right leader... They're actually quite friendly, and they also they have a lot of ancient Egyptian gold, which makes people like them quite a bit. It's like, well, I can give you this gold, so they're like, well, I am friends with you now. Yeah. So uh, allying allying with the vampires is doable. I I I've allied with at least one faction of Bretonians, and they're the people that believe in the Lady of the Lake and holy vows and stuff. But apparently, they're okay with skeletons that come out of pyramids. Skeletons, totally cool. Yep, they're I, okay with that. We we we're just getting really progressive up in the Warhammer world these days. They really are. Sometimes I play as like the lizard men sometimes, and there's like a colonizing force of humans that show up, and they're like, "We're friends, though, right?" I'm like, "We literally sacrifice you to our dark god." Like, what? <laughs> like, we're good though. You do. You keep doing that. We'll just be over here in our town. I'm like, I. I'm going to kill you. You know that, right? They're like, eh, you guys are cute. It's weird. It's weird sometimes. It doesn't make sense, but I love it. Uh, there's like a new Skaven leader now. There's yeah. all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, the, that that's free as well. So you can play the new the, you can play the new Rat Boy for free, which is great. There's it's awesome that there's four factions for the Tomb Kings. That gives you, yes. and one of them, one of them is a really really evil one that has a really bad idea that the rest of the Tomb Kings really don't like. Because uh, this time around, because uh, as some people are probably aware, if you play Total War Warhammer 2, the objective is to mess with this big void of magical energy that's in the middle of the map, either for good or for evil, depending on who you happen to be. Well, it turns out the Tomb Kings don't actually care at all about the big magical whirlwind thing, so they have a different objective, which is to collect five, I think, possibly more books of Nagash, and then enter the Black Pyramid of Nagash and have a giant big fight to presumably destroy Nagash because in the Warhammer lore, Nagash messed up a bunch of stuff for them and they would rather not have him come back and do that again. Turns out, one of the factions for the Tomb Kings, they're like massive fanboys of Nagash and think it's a really, really good idea to bring him back. So let's mm. totally do that. It's like, no, you idiots. 
don't do this. So one of your penalties is all the other Tomb King's factions are like, you're idiots and we don't like you. So diplomacy with them is pretty tricky. But you end up having to play entirely differently as a result of that, which is pretty cool. It's it, yeah, it's it's incredibly cool. The buildings are cool. The way they look is cool. Their the units, units are, cool. are great. I love. There's the, like I, a giant I, walking, uh, like laser-eyed, yep. idol god. It's awesome. He's like, yeah. Rrr. They've got constructs. Yeah, it's a it's yep. a really cool mix because you get a lot of your units for free because obviously they're skeletons and all you need is bones and there's a lot of bones. So yep. you get your you get these for guys for free, but you can also build constructs, which is like, oh, you want a statue of a sphinx that comes to life and murders people because you can have one of those. In fact, you can have more than one. You want a giant statue that burns people with its laser eyes because we've got them. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're a very, very fun faction that's a, a big mix of stuff. Um, so... It's pretty cool. Do they hate vampires because the vampires are also undead but still, like, sometimes kind of cute? Well, there's, I mean, there's, they don't hate them. one of the leaders is sometimes kind of cute. Oh, the, oh, yeah. Are you, well, one of uh, the Tomb King leaders? Yeah. I don't recall the sexy Tomb King leader. There's plenty of the sexy vampires. And there's the, yeah. of course, the, there's the married couple that you can play as, uh, Count and Countess von Karstein. They're, can they're you married. Play them both? Oh, no. Yeah, you can the play elves. them both. Yeah. Cool. They're a married couple. They get bonuses, I think, for fighting with each other, if I recall correctly. It's been a while since I played them. But sounds about right. And I, I don't think I, I don't think they hate them because vampires are cuter than they are. I don't think the Tomb Kings are too worried about that, actually. I was just I mean, they're both undead. Like there's got to be there's got to be some some kind of a, a jealousy about, issue. Apparently there, there's some animosity going on. But mm. like I said, I, you can surprisingly ally with them more than you might think. It's, it's like necromancy. It's kind of like. The necrom it's like if skeletons could hate the necromancers that kept them alive. That kind of thing. Like, you dicks, like we were fine and now we're like skeleton boys. You brought us back. You suck. Like that kind of hatred. Oh. Yeah. Something like that. It's a good That's time funny. though. It's uh it is a good time and a good time to come back to Warhammer 2 if you have been away from yeah. it for a while, because there is some free stuff and the DLC has got a they lot. All yeah, they patched content. a lot of the like the title screen where you looked at the characters and stuff was always really like, ay, 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 like really jittery and crappy, and they yeah. patched all that, so now it looks great. Yeah, they fixed a lot of that, which is good. They've got this weird sort of crafting system where they hoard canopic jars, and they can trade them in with stuff for different items, which is neat. And there's literally an ability called Canopic Jar Hoarder, and you get extra jars every turn. Presumably because your leaders are hoarding them, which is weird because you think they'd keep them, but apparently not. They're just given to you, so not much of a hoarder, really. More of a, a convenient and useful discoverer of canopic jars, but there you go. Yep. Yep, so if you like your Egyptian-themed stuff, then that is the DLC for you, because undead Egyptian skeletons are the best. And The Mummy Returns is one of the best movies of all time, and I'll stand by that for a long time to come. Not it's so much better than the mummy. Yes. Yep. Can I Absolutely. tell you something? The mummy returns. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Thank call you. It out there right now, stole every scene from Diablo 2. Just putting it out there. 
The Mummy Good. Returns is Diablo 2. Go back, yep. play Diablo 2, then watch The Mummy Returns be like, literally everything is stolen from this game. Perfect. You know, be inspired by something really, really good. Why would you not want to be inspired by something really, really good? Have you seen what I think is chronologically the next one in the series where uh, the kid has, has now grown up and for some oh, reason become the, American? The mummy in China one? I, I can't. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's terrible. All I know is that it still has Brendan Fraser. Yes. Yes. Okay. The woman is no longer Rachel Weiss. Right. Well, that's and there's this brilliant scene right near the beginning where she's doing a book reading, and she of her book that she's written, and and someone is like in the audience is like, oh, you know, what amazing adventures. Um, it, it almost sounds like they happened to someone else, and it pans yeah. up, and she's like. It was like it was a different woman entirely. Because the because it is. The Man, that was on the nose, ladies. wasn't it? I bet they thought that was really, <laughs> really clever. Joke. I bet they thought it was genius. It was just an incredible piece of cinematic but genius. They, but no, they they got her, so it worked. <laughs> it's one of those things that I put that in my pocket for. Like, if I ever create anything, don't do that. That's okay. the only. That's the only that rule I have. Yeah, well, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the same thing they did in Iron Man two when they changed uh, the 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 actor who plays like War um, Machine. Oh, what the hell is that character's name? I want to say Rowdy, but that's not his name. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper. When Rowdy Roddy Piper changed characters, but it's so the same. Thing don't they recall did him in being in that when they literally address that like it's a different actor. Yeah, Rowdy. Was it Colonel Rowdy? No, 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 no. Colonel uh, Rhodes has always been the same. Rowdy. Yeah, yeah, James Rhodes. The his so like his friend in the first one, he's one actor. In the second one, he's a different actor. The guy War Machine, basically. And yes. the very beginning of the second one, when he comes in. He's like, "Yeah, it's me. Get over it." Like that one of those things where it's like we're addressing immediately the very first line is him saying like, "I'm not the actor that I." That in some situations, for. that's probably the best way to do it, right? In I, like, in others, I hate apparently, those things. like <laughs> don't do that. Uh, like, just breaking the fourth wall immediately. Uh, yeah, Tomb of the Dragon King or Tomb yeah. of the Dragon Emperor, I think is the name. I have not seen that. I should go watch it. Don't. Is it? Oh, okay. It's I bad. Mean, it's not. I do good. like bad movies. So bad. Oh, is it really? Is it genuinely that bad? Like, is it, oh, it the is. Tom Wait, Cruise remake the... bad? This isn't the Tom Cruise one. No, 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 no. no that's also terrible. That's also I've very heard that one is like one of the worst movies that's come out. That's in awful. A long time. That is awful. <laughs> no, it's not that one. It it, it came out ages ago. Um, I I was just like, oh, there's something to watch. I'm gonna watch it flight. tonight. I'm doing it. Holy shit! Did anybody watch uh the like? Has anybody watched the most recent Death Race movie? Um, I don't know what the most no. recent there's one the, is because I've the one watched with, like, Jason most Statham of them. In it that, yeah, that's, that's very the, the like Fast remake. and Furious feeling. Yeah. Oh boy! Right? And then they made like a sequel. They made a lot of direct to DVD ones. I've seen most Holy of them. What What's the latest shit. one? There's one on Netflix, and I was trying to explain. I was trying it. to explain like what the Death Race concept is, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like. A, a bunch of people who uh, are fighting for their freedom by doing Convicts, a death race yeah. and whoever. Oh, there's like, at least two I haven't seen. So the, mo so the one that is on Netflix right now 
jumps the fucking shark entirely. And I was like, oh, Death Race 2050? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh my God. It's set wonderful. in like a dystopia where the people who are in the Death Race are just normal ass people who apply to be in the Death Race. Why would they apply? Is to kill as many <laughs> civilians as possible because there's an overpopulation problem. Can I know it's the fucking weirdest movie I've seen. Well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. The weird thing about that is that that is the actual concept of the original Death Race. Oh my god! The video game and the movie. This is a really bad movie. (laughs) Really bad. This is this is the synopsis of this movie. This is beautiful. Groups of drivers compete in a deadly government-sponsored cross-country race where points are earned for killing pedestrians and other drivers. The reigning champion, the half-machine Frankenstein, is unaware that his co-pilot is a rebel spy. <laughs> That's it. That's the story. I don't see how it can be bad. It's got a, Mal- uh, is it on Netflix? Can it. someone find out if it's on Netflix Australia? <laughs> I, uh, I need this. Dude, right? We put it on. And I was with David Sievers because I was in Florida doing like coffee stuff. And we started watching it. And he was like, are we, are we committing to this? Cause it seems like <laughs> bad. And I was like, I mean, I'm down to watch this whole thing. And he was like, all right, good. Cause I also have a high tolerance for this Look. kind of a thing. So we watched the entire fucking movie and it's so bad. There, one of the drivers is like a pop star, but the song that she keeps playing from her car is just a song where she goes, drive, drive, kill, kill, drive, drive, kill, kill. <laughs> it's amazing. It looks like Wacky Races meets like- Very Wacky and, Races. Oh my God, the trailer is incredible. <laughs> is it deliberate? Like, is, like, oh, is it, is it oh, on yes. the nose? Uh, well, oh. the ori- so, right, well, the original Death Race was supposed to be sort of a satire kind of like the running man, right? One of those dystopian future things. This mm. is the looks like the same plot as the original Death Race as opposed to the uh, the recent Death Race movies which have actually not been the whole run over civilians thing. They've actually just been a uh, convicts race each other in cars with weapons on them kind of thing. So yeah, I think it is probably deliberate but very badly executed oh satire. God. It's but I'm gonna have to watch it because anything you that's remotely to. like oh The Running God. Man. Tell me that how you amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. That it looks just dreadful. Just my kind of dreadful. It's so bad. Beautiful. Wonderful. Awesome. Uh, video games. Just before we've got 15 minutes before the break. Has anyone else played any other video games? Uh, yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, Spirit Sphere is a game that I played a lot of. Uh, Spirit last is that weeks. Spirit Sphere? Uh, do you mean Lost? Like, uh, Lost Sphere? No, no, no. Or? Lost Sphere, great. Uh, uh, but I want to before we get to that, Spirit Sphere okay. is literally combine z- old Link to the Past with uh, air hockey. I'm so- wait, 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 sorry, what? Just it's literally. There's a sphere that bounces between, and you like hit it back and forth. It's like air hockey, but using the graphical interface of like Zelda. I'm just okay. look it up, look it up, get footage of it. It is super. I'm cool. working on it. How long is that fun for? Uh, if you have like a lot of people to play with, it's super fun. I don't oh, know how okay. to be by yourself, but like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like all games, it's always more fun when you play with someone else. Mm. But uh, it, I I don't find games 
as fun when I play with other people. I completely agree. I'm glad that I wasn't the only person yeah, going. I think there's quite yeah, a few totally. people that quite like not playing <laughs> like with others, hockey, actually. But Zelda, yeah. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, that's the footage on the screen. Yep, that it does seem to be that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's 16, is it 16 bit? That's eight, that's bit? very eight bit, very eight bit that is. But I have this, I have a similar concern of how long will this be fun for? How, how, how long was it fun for, for you, Jesse? Uh, I mean, we played for about an hour and a half. It was fun. Okay. Yeah, that, that but, sounds uh, probably about as long as I get into it with yeah, the right people. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was literally it's Zelda and uh, uh, air hockey. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's exactly what it is. Um, I don't, you can't just say something's like Zelda because it's eight bit. No, like, like, does it does it, it look looks like kind of like Zelda though? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, it looks I'll a bit it. like. What was it, it called again? Spitzfit. Yeah, there's. Well, I'm playing the footage Spit on the stream spear. at the minute. Spit, it, was it not spirits? What was it? It was something about spheres and spirit. spirit. No, spirit. not that. Oh. Spirit sphere. Yeah, it does. It does look a bit like Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, like how like, else? Like, Zelda. like I don't know what other game to describe it as. That's fine. Oh, okay. It looks like it. Uh, and then. Yeah. No. Course, well, all right. I see where you're coming from. Uh, last Tuesday, Lost Sphere came out. Yeah, Lost oh, totally sphere. different. Um. It is a RPG uh, by uh, the same team that brought us uh, I Am Setsuna. It plays very, very much like I Am Setsuna. Um, there is a sort of uh, interesting, different, uh, like world-building mechanic in the game this time that um, you collect memories and you use the memories to rebuild parts of the world and also build uh, special artifacts. And these artifacts give you bonuses. So you can get bonuses as simple as like seeing the HP of an enemy, or you can get bonuses that are like, if you can do this, you'll get a crit on that. Like, like, and then there are bonuses that only affect certain continents and only affect certain things. So it's it's very interesting. And then the rest of it is just your standard JRPG fare. Um, I think at the moment, because the story's taking a lot, I'm, maybe 12 hours in the story's taking a long time to get revved up um i think i'm setsuna was a lot more like shit's happening this is very much just like from moment one it's like hey the world's vanishing and, and like you have the power to save the world your character and the empire that runs shit wants you to help them but also they're evil but you don't know they're evil but they're evil and it's <laughs> like i become an unwilling puppet oh no and it's you know it's very uh, tropey, and I you know I, I feel like uh, I'm Setsuna was a lot more. There's a lot more going on, even though the world was like all snow and it wasn't like visually like oh this is the story. I think was a lot better. So that's all I'll say about Lost Sphere. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, other than that, I didn't play much. No, nobody has touched the Dragon Ball game. Oh, I have. Dodger, oh, I, th hey. I, say, I thought you might have. I'm like, yeah, surely, I surely have, someone has. I've played some Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, that game is very good at making you feel like you're doing cool shit without a whole lot of effort, which is um, very fun for me. That's <laughs> uh, what you're yeah. doing out of a Dragon Ball game. Yeah, it's it's the, the new Dragon Ball game. I've only played the story mode for a bit. Um, I'm playing it with the Super Couch Fighters, so they've got a couple of videos up on their YouTube so far. But <clears throat> yeah, the the concept of the game 
is very silly, but the look of the game is incredible. It's the same people who make Guilty Gear. So just like yeah. the way that everything looks, every cut scene is like immaculate looking. It's just, it's beautiful. Can you they verify something for me? pretty good at that. Sure. So the plot is that, and this is I only what I have to do is from, from watching competitive play and hearing the dialogue that is said between characters. I haven't seen any of the actual game, but from what I've deduced, the plot of this game is that Android 23, AKA like sexy glasses Android. Sure. Wants to eat people and then she eats people and becomes like sexy boo. Like what? I have not gotten far enough to know any of that. <laughs> <laughs> So like, I don't know. I Maybe she's sure. just very hungry and wants to eat people. So here's here's the story that I know so far. It does the thing where all of the characters talk to you, the player, because you as a player are like a strange entity that was created in a lab that invades people's bodies. Like you're not it's not something that you chose to do. You just wake up in Goku's body, right? At the very beginning of the game. And what? Bulma's like, Goku, the world is fucking falling apart. Like, we need you to fight people. And Wait, Goku's just like, I don't know who Goku is. I don't know what's going on. And you realize like, oh, it's because we're in Goku's body. And we've like overpowered the real Goku that's in there. That's an interesting way to do storytelling perspective in a game like that. It's really bizarre. So like then it becomes there are there are these weird waves all over Earth that are knocking knocking Earth's finest warriors out, right? And so everybody's waking up with no power. But if we as this strange entity are inside of their body, they have all of their power. So that's the way that they um, justify this concept of a game where you have to constantly swap between warriors. Uh... Is that like you have three different warriors that are in your team that you swap between, but the reason they can't all fight at the same time is because you have to like choose to be in their body in order to do damage. <laughs> it's, it's such a bizarre way to go about like justifying that concept for a fighting game. <laughs> And in a fighting but, game, generally justification for any of this nonsense is not required at all. Looking this up, I need to know about Android 21. I'm in. Android 23, wasn't it? Uh, How many are there Android now? Android 21. I don't know. Is Who's Android There's... 23? I don't know. I thought that was She's what you new. said earlier. She's, she's I don't know anything game. about the plot of any of this. Yeah. I never watched branding. an episode of Dragon Ball Z. Probably <laughs> never that sounds contrived as fuck. It's a fighting game. Of course, it's well, yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you had a story mode for a fighting game that didn't have a lot of silliness in it? Oh, jeez. I love. I can't. This is the because again, this the, is the Wikipedia are description. Android Twenty One is described as a busty scientist with glasses and long, bushy auburn hair. Okay. Oh, and that's yeah, all because they, they don't you. want the spoils of what she actually is, which now. Is is out there? Apparently. Yeah, so maybe may apparently don't spoil the plot of the game. Interestingly, what? all of her fan art, whatever, all of her <laughs> spoil babies. Of course, you straight into the fat art. Spoil this babies. game is doing really well 
which is not surprising. There's been a ton of hype behind it. But what's really surprising is how well it's doing on PC. Because fighting games usually do terribly on PC. This one right. has blown out of the water every record for every fighting game on PC by several orders of magnitude, I think, actually. It's wow. done really, really well. Apparently, people really like Dragon Ball something, you know. Fighters. <laughs> fighters or whatever. This Peaked is... at 44,000 players, which is concurrent. And there's currently 16,000 playing at the minute. For a fighting game on PC, that's actually ridiculous. So... There Can you, you go. do the moves from the TV show? Like the yes. yeah, and the spiral beam cannon and all that? Yeah. Cool. Uh, they, they also don't make you have Goku in your team, even in story mode. So we've been we've been running an all-human team. <laughs> Which is great, because all of the humans are like, well, thank God we've got Goku around to make sure that we can do these fights. And I'm like, nope, fuck Goku. Get Goku out of there. I want Krillin. I want, <laughs> I want Tien. That's my team. <laughs> fuck all the Saiyans. They're too They're too powerful. I want the humans to defend Earth for once. Krillin, hair or no hair? No hair. He's, okay. uh, he's shaved his head again Fair in the storyline. Also, Yamcha, despite the fact that you find him in his gi ready to fight, is like, oh, guys, I don't know if I should fight because, you know, I've been retired for a long time. And we're like, you're you're, re you're ready to go. You're all <laughs> dressed up for this shit. Like, what was the plan here? <laughs> so, yeah. That sounds good. It's it's great. If you're a Dragon Ball fan, it's, it's so fun. I have a <laughs> confession. A so I'm, I'm too old. Like... I'm too old. Um, I was too old at the time to be doing this, but me and my best friend in school, we we could do the fusion dance. Yeah. Um, and and we did the fusion dance, and now we are one human, and we have been ever since. I won't release her. <laughs> Damn. That's wow, not true. Her name's Claire. She's lovely. She's still in England. That's the so true. She's her own person, living <laughs> her own life. <laughs> She just wants to eat. This is the plot. This is the plot. Is she just she has an insatiable appetite? That's the villain's arc. Is Love she it. must eat everyone? Um, the Red Ribbon Army is part of the storyline. Which, if you're yeah, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, you might be like, oh shit, they're back. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's all kinds of callbacks to things, and um, it's fun. It it feels really really good to play and they also did the smart thing where they incorporated the tutorial into the story Sweet. so you can just hop right into doing story mode and you the game isn't going to be like you have to learn how to do this stuff it's just like little pop-ups at the top that are like hey if you want to learn how to do this thing this is how you do it but otherwise you can just spam buttons if you want they don't make you learn anything they they just have little pop downs that are like here's how you do this and here's how you do this sounds like they made it pretty accessible which yeah considering they the made license, it good for sort of people who already understand the basics of a fighting game and can probably figure it out and also people who are just like i'm really into dragon ball and i hear this new one's really good that's me yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's I'm great. not so keen on them necessarily incorporating tutorials into fighting game storylines because you do end up, especially like for the first hour or whatever, if you have even a basic understanding of fighting games, like, oh, God. They're just sort of like forcing this on you to the point where, like, this is boring. I want to get to the bit where there's actual fighting involved, where they're not stopping me every five bloody seconds to tell me what to do. Right. But 
know, there is I a guess. downside to that. Mm. For some people, anyway. I'm glad it's accessible, though. I haven't tried it yet. I should play it. I like all the games that that company has, has made. They're usually very, very good. They've got great systems behind them. They look gorgeous. Yeah. And with, with no knowledge of Dragon Ball Z and it basically being a roster fighter, you know, a tag roster fighter based entirely around that, it's hard for me to get a lot of enthusiasm sure. for that. But then I realized, you know what? I've played fighting games <clears throat> like Guilty Gear or Blaze Blue where I don't know anything about the characters either. And I've well, got into that. So I don't see any reason why I couldn't necessarily get into this as well and just treat it like any other normal fighting game roster instead of being so worried about the story. Like I, I probably won't play the story mode beyond maybe getting the handle on the game and i'll probably just go online and play there i am told the story's super simple anyway they it's not it's not like overwhelming <laughs> i am told the, that tapas. the lobby system for this game is awful i am told the, it, um, apparently you at have... least the look of it i haven't i haven't really utilized the lobby because again i've only done story mode but the look of it is very guilty gear like the most recent guilty gear how that you walk around as a chibi version of whatever character you're playing Which, in a lobby with a bunch of other characters that it's, sounds it's terrible the same yeah like that i'd rather have a menu so it's like <laughs> oh i want to make a lobby and get all my friends in there easily apparently you just can't do that you've got to go all try and find an empty lobby that has enough space for all of you and then all jump into it at once and if you can't mm -hmm. do that then you can't get everybody in so yeah that's not that's not great that sounds pretty stupid but for laddering, I guess that's not a problem. So I could just play 1v1. It'll probably be all right. Yeah, just give it a shot. Despite my reservations about um, it being Dragon Ball. The other thing that I think is a, a bonus, specifically if you're a Dragon Ball fan, um, is every team of characters, every every like team of two has their own... Uh, like specific scripted and fully voiced conversation that they'll have before a fight. So like um if like like in our situation we just loaded our team up with humans and so now the last two fights we've seen like little just like little conversations between two of the characters being like oh man Remember back in the day when we used to blah, 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 blah. And we were all like, I do remember that. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, really, I don't remember any really of that cool. shit. So I, I appreciated that they took the time to do that. Um, yeah, and yeah. it also is making us go, oh, my God, I want to see what the conversation is between, like, characters who don't give a fuck about each other. Right. Like, I want to put Vegeta and goddamn tien in there or something like if if there's an unlock for yajirobe he's so useless he barely matters i just want to put yajirobe in there with like i don't even i don't he even could. know i just want to know what are they going to talk about like what's what's that conversation going to be there's several hours of youtube videos of injustice fighter interactions yeah which is sometimes worth watching because some of those are pretty funny interactions because like who the hell are you kind of thing and um or bizarro meeting people or there's a whole bunch of mirror stuff you know when it's the same fighter meeting someone else and the way they handle that is pretty damn funny yeah so that's that's pretty neat when fighting games do that mm. 
contrived, absurd, but at least they do recognise it. I love it. <laughs> Good nonetheless. Cool. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll deal with the news, what, it, what there is of it, which there is not a lot, but we'll deal with it anyway. And then we'll try and find something for you in the release list. Actually, there's quite a few things. Might be worth of your attention this week if you're not still stuck in the world of Monster Hunter. We will be right back after the break. Don't go anywhere. You are watching the Co-Optional Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. The sounds of bad octopus. Save them. Grand finale. Yeah, you don't need to ask about that. All you need to do is download that from Overclocked Remix, ocremix.org. It's from the awesome Final Fantasy VI album, Balance and Ruin, and it's quite silly. So you should probably get that song. It's like a mixture of Cuphead and Final Fantasy. And Greatest what more could you ask for? Ever. The news was what we could ask for. And you mute it, Dodger. It, it might be news we can use. It's not okay. news that Dodger's muted, but she was. Oh. It happens too often for it to be news. Ha ha ha. It's, it's a because cop- everybody yells at me and my keyboard's loud. Well, I mean, we're going to so use, mechanic- use mechanical keyboards. That's just a thing that's going to happen. It's, you just got to deal just with so it. It's so satisfying to type on until somebody yells at you. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I do wish there was some sort of audio processing method that detected mechanical keyboards specifically and just muted them while that yeah. while that was being used. That would be quite nice, but I don't think that exists, not mm. to the best of my knowledge. But there you go. Mm. Now, news-wise, there's actually not an awful lot going on this week, but sad news for those that like the game Paragon because it's Paragon. Wait, things. how long? Oh my god, did you wow. plan that or did it no. just hit you now? Right, um, wow. come on, really? You doubt this me? This is a highly you, produced show. You doubt me? Ben you think I had to prepare waiters. something like that? When oh, it comes right. to our puns. That came to you just now. You're this right. is mastery level 99. Yep, Paragon is shutting down, I'm afraid. So, the. Third-person Unreal 4-powered MOBA-slash-Dota-style thing made by Epic Games wasn't doing that well, although we didn't, we weren't really sure how well, you know, it was just sort of ticking around in beta. Epic Games announced they will be shutting the whole thing down, but, nicely enough, they've also said we're going to refund everybody that ever spent money on it. That is very nice. That is unusual, but very nice. Pretty happy about that. Yeah, this game was just so... I I think at the time when a lot of people were trying it out, it had that issue where it was very slow, right? Like, that was that was an issue that persisted that was a complaint for a while, I where had. people would try to play it and be like, God, everything just... It just takes forever to, like, get from point A to point B. Like, all of the characters are so slow, right? Um... And I think a, a lot of people just wanted something that was a bit more dynamic feeling. Um, yeah. By the time they started trying to change that stuff and make the pacing better, a lot of people didn't really bother coming back, which sucks. Yeah. It, I, there was that initial hype, especially for people who had either played these kinds of games before or who were streamers that wanted to try it out and found it slow. And uh, I was definitely one of them. I know Strippen was one of them. We played together. We had the same issues, honestly. It was, 
not going particularly well. And I thought, you know what, maybe we come back to this later. And they did address some of those issues. They made the map smaller. They made everyone move faster. There was an issue with like just not really doing enough damage and that, and not feeling particularly good. And the thing which really caught me was the card system that they used for loadouts was confusing yeah. as hell to me and didn't add anything to the game. It, it just removed choice while being inside the game. Like, you had to choose a lot before you went in, which I don't really like. It was a bit of a shame, though, because there's not a lot of those kind of games that do the th whole third-person thing. Mm. And this game did, and it did it quite well. I mean, it, it's a, it was a pretty game. It was a very good-looking game. Sure. I don't know if you can necessarily say that the art style had... Uh, a lot of definition to it. Like, you point to a thing, it's like, oh, that was from Paragon. It's like, well, guy with two guns, guy with assault rifle. There was a, there were a couple of them. There was um, some kind of beast with a big drum. I remember him. But otherwise, mm. a lot of it was sort of like, oh, it looks like something that was made on the, in the Unreal Engine. I'm like, yeah, it was. You know, it, it didn't kind of have its own character to it. And it's quite important in mm -hmm. things like League of Legends and games like that, for characters to feel like characters. You've got to make people care about them. Paragon didn't do a great job of that, I don't think. Yeah. Everything in Paragon was, like, a little grimdark. <laughs> there was a bit like, of that. Er yeah, everybody... I don't know. You're right, though. None of the characters... The characters that stood out were, like, sort of monstrous. Um Yeah. And I liked the look of them, but it didn't really go beyond that. Yeah, I think it was there was that. It had it hadn't had an identity problem. You can't keep people in a big roster game like that if they don't care about the characters within it. And the successful ones like Overwatch and Dota and League of Legends, well, those are games where you can quite clearly see that people care about the characters on the roster. So I think there's definitely an element of that. But You're up the cavalry's here. Yeah, very much so. And try and name any catchphrase or even name a character from Paragon. Good luck. I can't, and I played it. I have no idea. Mm. <laughs> Not a clue. No, nobody in here can do that. I think yeah. that, that speaks... Not volumes, because none of us were big Paragon players, but it does speak somewhat to the fact that the game didn't really have much reach didn't have much identity but good on them for refunding people mm -hmm. that's a good thing that's a very good thing maybe don't make MOBAs anymore though maybe don't make Dota style games because they all seem to be failing horribly when was the last one that came into the market and seemed like it was doing okay and surviving a MOBA? yeah <clears throat> like isn't this the same thing we talked about when like go back watch our our mmorpg comments yeah like like I was thinking about that too the the biggest problem with the games industry is everyone sees like oh, it's the time we can strike rich with this game and then the process of creating the game takes two years three years by the time it comes out knowing people have moved on and mm -hmm. so now you're seeing a lot of people are like we can get on this battle royale shit we can make some big bucks. And so you're going to see over the next um, two, 
years or so, more Battle Royale things come out to the point where it's like, why are people making Battle Royale games anymore? We've all moved on to uh, kitty cat simulators, idiots. Like, oh, why, yeah, yeah. you know? We've all moved on to cooking mama clones. Yeah, yeah. Off the stream. And that's the huge problem with, with trying to chase the the tiger of gaming success, I suppose, is everyone's just like, we can do it, though. Like, if we put our efforts into it, and it just, on we paper, just make it different, just carve out a piece of that pie, sometimes there'll be a degree of success. You know, you look at, um, you know, Heroes of the Storm on PC was probably the last attempt at a MOBA that's done okay. On mobile, it's probably that, what, Arena of Valor, I think they call it. Mm. That's doing really well. And Vainglory. Sam fucking loves that game. <laughs> I can't I can't understand it because it just controlling it is such a pain in the dick. He just he literally we bought a new iPad because ours wasn't refused to charge anymore and we were like, Oh well it's pretty old. We'll just get one of the new ones, right? And literally it's an arena of valor machine. <laughs> I take it sometimes and draw on it, but most of the time it's Sam playing Arena Valor. I don't know how he gets the time. He streams 28 hours a day already anyway. How could he play other games too? Here's the thing is uh, Sam's job is to play games and then his hobby is to play games and then that's it. <laughs> so he comes home and sits on the couch and is like, ah, did a nice long stream. Can't wait to to decompress, and then he plays uh, more games. <laughs> yeah, that that doesn't yeah. result in burnout at all. <laughs> that will never happen. <laughs> Don't worry, Happy he'll Sam. be okay somehow. <laughs> He's always at been some way. point. Yes, it will. But Jesus, it depends how you think about it. It's all about your attitude towards the activity that you're doing. Mm. Yeah, you you're completely right about that because a lot of it is. Should I stream this? Like, you've got to have this separation. For me, the oh, separa absolutely. separation I found, the healthy one, is, oh, it's on console? Well, my channel is PC and I don't stream console games. So this means this is my time. This is my entertainment and personal yeah. time. It doesn't have to have anything to do with work. So that, that works for me. I don't understand how it could work for other people that'll also stream that. It's like, God damn it, what, where are you finding the separation between your work and your play? Where is it? I don't understand. But yeah, maybe don't make any MOBAs anymore. And then in a couple of years, we'll be probably be saying, maybe don't make any Battle Royale anymore. But Oh, you know we will. There's space. There's definitely still space in the market. We were talking about that last week, and particularly how different... SOS and the Darwin Project look and how weird they look and how different and innovative they look in comparison to Fortnite and to PUBG. So definitely some room there. But then we get back to the same problem, don't we? That Because there were MOBAs like that as well. And they failed miserably. Like Dawngate, for instance. That was trying to be innovative and then that got shut down. Paragon, to some extent, was trying to be innovative. That got shut down. Innovation doesn't necessarily give you a piece of the pie in a genre. True. Just sad, because you'd think it would. That makes sense, surely. Right? If there's a big pie and, okay, most people just like... You know, actually, the pie analogy is really bad because the pie is all the same flavor. So, 
Oh, what's the best analogy then? Because we can't use the pie. We need something else. Let's say, you know, most people like vanilla ice cream. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. Right? Most people like vanilla ice cream. But does that mean there is no space in the market for uh, peanut butter and jelly ice cream or something? No, the, yes. the Well, it, in Australia, you're probably right. In this country, you're not. It, it is there and it sells. Trust me. Or oh, pizza. Pizza is good. Most people have cheese pizza or pepperoni pizza. Does that mean there is not space in the market for chicken curry pizza? Well, in America, unfortunately, there isn't. In the UK, there is. And that's a great thing. That is a great thing. But when it comes I'm to these... i about the analogy. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm a little lost I'm, too, I'm, but I'm, working I'm, on I'm it. enjoying the ride. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying, right? <laughs> it's a case of lots of people like the same thing but there's still room for tons of niche things within that thing. You know, there's room for 50 flavors of ice cream, but apparently there is not room for 50 flavors of MOBA when it comes to entertainment. Apparently that's not a thing. You can't be successful and keep your game alive with that smaller portion of the market. I mean, in every, in every genre at any given point, there is a leader right but that doesn't that doesn't mean that people shouldn't try to give variety for people who are looking for something similar but not exactly that yeah and it also depends on what other um limitations the resource shortages that the company had like i i don't know necessarily that it's like a lack of demand as much as perhaps something else was going on well, the, the thing that was going on with them specifically is the success of Fortnite. Like, I don't think there's any question about that. Oh, it that. just pushed them out of the market. Well, no, it's their game. So... Pushed them into the market. It's a case of Fortnite's doing so well that I guess they want to pull all their resources and their developers off of Paragon and just put everybody on Fortnite because it's doing really well. I mean, that's a, a bit of a shame, really, because... If you've got something that can carry your niche projects, then to me, that's kind of an ideal situation. It's like, well, this is the thing that pays the bills and funds everything else. Well, in Epic's opinion, apparently, they should it's not worth it, and they should just pull their dev talent and put it all on Fortnite, which is doing really well and obviously is worth it. Mm. I mean, I can't really fault them for that logic. It's like, why keep burning money on a pyre if it's not getting you anywhere? Ooh. Depends how much money you've got, I suppose. <laughs> when I it comes to Epic Games, <laughs> fairly large amount of money when it comes to Epic, definitely. But just throw it around. Well, apparently they don't want to do that. They would rather just set it on. They'd rather stop setting it on fire, which I guess is sensible. So hey, there you go. They can donate it to Checkpoint if they like. They could do that. Checkpoint. Yeah really really would benefit from yeah paragon give money. give yeah. all of the paragon development budget to checkpoint you might be disappointed by how much that ends up being it's like it was about actually it was about <laughs> tree fitty as it turns out <laughs> just tree fitty well that explains how slow the development process was news wise is there anything else that's been going on not a great deal it's been a quiet week which is good. 
honestly, for the most part. There was uh, the pre-orders for the new World of Warcraft expansion went live today, and apparently there was a queue, a queue for oh, digital pre-orders. It's much more expensive, right? It's much more, some people are saying it's like way more expensive than an expansion has been in the past. For Warcraft? I don't know about yeah. that. Um, how expensive is it? Uh, the collectors is sixty nine 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 nine. Well, that's collectors. How much is regular? The normal version? one is forty fifty bucks. Forty. I mean, forty dollars would be normal. I would um, look and oh, tell 50. you, but I too am sitting in the. Huh. Please wait while we take care of some business queue. Uh, I'm sure uh, you are. You know, it's just sitting here. Pre-ordering digital video games podcast. and standing in a queue for them. Wow, what a what a world we live in. Fifty. I can't remember actually. That's what, it sounds to me like a normal, normal Blizzard expansion, honestly. Blizzard always charges you an arm and a leg to buy their stuff. Which is fine. Uh, they, you know, Because people are going to buy it anyway, especially yeah, when it comes to Yeah, they can get away wild. with it, so they're going to do it, yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I, think it, I think at one point some of them were $40, but 50 is not too outside of the realm of uh, okay for them. That's pretty normal. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the reason why I think everyone is freaking out today is because if you buy it now, you get access to a bunch of stuff now. So, oh yeah, some of the new, there's some new races. Ally, yeah, the new allied races. You uh, get a bunch of stuff for other games, like you can get a horde banner or an alliance banner for like Overwatch. You know, like all the shit that you get for free. The usual they literally stuff are just does, like, yeah. if you access it now, you can get stuff that will change the game right now so people right. are losing their mind trying to That's get it fair. yeah i was just uh 500 internal server errored just now so sounds about normal to me yep sounds like a, I did, at least it wasn't like an error 34 we're good what else has been going on not much really I think that might be about it. Um, yeah, it looks like I think it. So. I'm trying to. I was looking at like the various news. There's not much happening in the world of gaming right now. No, no. I mean, there's. We've already had talk about the. Hey, there's a new Dragon Age that's being worked on, and oh, Anthem's being delayed. But we've oh now... yeah, Anthem's delayed. Yeah, till that's. I think it now is officially delayed, but it, they've been saying that basically for weeks. So yeah. we pretty much knew that was happening. So I don't. I don't think that's really news to anybody, honestly. Huh. Yeah. I. I don't. I Anthem is my like. I am super interested in seeing what happens with that game. <laughs> I, Mostly morbid yeah. curiosity, but like I just I don't know what to expect coming out of Bioware right now. I just don't. And so I'm fascinated. It's, a lot of it's not the same people. Different. It's not the same Bioware that you knew. And then you've got the fact that it's a Destiny-like game, and yeah. as we have discovered, turns out it's really hard to make Destiny-like games. Even if you're Destiny. Okay, yeah, because Bungie can't do it, and they're they're the ones that made Destiny. They're continually screwing up, so these are really hard styles of game to make. So God knows how this is going to turn out. All I can oh, say uh, is I probably wouldn't play it on launch. Speaking of of 
EA, uh, they released information about Battlefront and how they're like, people played the campaign. That's all we're really going to say. <laughs> they were like, we don't really want to talk about numbers, about like who bought what or what. We're not even talking about that. So, yeah, there was, a, there was a bit of info earlier today saying that they had shipped a certain number of copies. They'd shipped 9 million units. They'd expected to have shipped 10. Um, bear in mind, shipped is not the same as sold. Right. So it's really not that useful a number. But EA... They didn't really tell us anything. Not really. Particular. You know, if EA's expectations were knocked down by a million, that's still pretty significant. Right. I have to wonder what difference it actually made to sales and how many of these things are still sitting on shelves. Because, yeah, the shift number is not that useful, really. I don't... Yeah, don't really think there's much else, honestly, on the news front. Outside of Checkpoint released their first episode, so you should go watch it after the show. It sounds like the perfect news. time to do that. That is news. We've got yeah, a news. whole bunch of episodes coming out, and the first one's really great, and they're all really great. And it was crowdfunded, so that's really exciting. There you go. It's almost like we brought this person on the show to uh, shill for their particular series, and it's like, yep, that is exactly what we did. Speaking of which... Yeah. yeah, I was going to move now, on to releases, but Dodge has disappeared, so we can't do that, Dodge so let's, let's fill so we'll, the time. We'll, we'll stall for time. Yeah. So, speaking of which, now that you've had two and a half hours with us, I'm interested in, in, in you know, general, I'm not saying get deep, general diagnoses on myself and TB. Go. And oh go. There'll be, there will be no diagnoses. No official um, diagnoses. Not diagnoses, this just not been a, opinions. A, Psycho, you're all lovely. All right, so when did you start lying and... <laughs> you know, there's a term for pathological lying that's really, really beautiful. It's called pseudologica fantastica. That's a good, that's a good word or I, set of words. Pseudologica fantastica? Why fantastica? Because they're fantastical lies? Is that what it's <laughs> supposed to be? I, I guess it must come from the, the whatever the Latin derivation is for, for the word fantastic of, of being like outrageous and, 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 and larger than life, you know, fantastic. But um, I, I, I'm not that good at the classic literature to know. But that's what it's called, pseudologica fantastica. And, and lodge being words like log. Yeah, it sounds to me like instead of just being a normal, like, I lie all the time about stupid stuff. You lie all the time about like, yes, the other day I went out with George Clooney and we smoked moon dust together, like crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah it's 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 the, the name of a, a symptom, which can be indicative of, of, of other things. But um, generally that that's correct, that the person can't not lie. They just like constantly lie. Um, and and they'll lie about everything, including things that don't really matter. Hmm. But the, the name is very pretty. About George Clooney and Moondust. Yeah, yeah. And then George the demons and I, came we, and they had a fight, we, and lasers know. were involved. It was great, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, so, so, what, so what happened was was Jesse tried to get me to um, uh, basically betray my professional ethics live on stream, and oh, I sidelined him. Right. By oh. telling him an interesting fact about psychiatry. Oh, yeah. that sounds like pseudonomicon <laughs> fantastical. The, if you the necronomicon fantastic. That sounds like necronomicon fantastical to me. It sure does. All these lies. That's what I thought. All these of. crazy lies. Oh, no, I would never do that. No, to that, you. that doesn't sound like a thing that he would do to anybody. Never. What? 
Under I'd any never put you in a moral and ethical quandary. I would <laughs> never do that. Live on a stream? Me? He's never done that to anybody. And he's sure never. as hell not starting now. Yeah, I would never do that. Oh, All I want to know... These are great defense mechanisms. You've got denial going on there. <laughs> <laughs> you've got Go on. reaction formation. It's fantastic. Yeah, I... It's well I, practiced at this. That's my favorite river, denial. I, nah, I sell it quite often. No. Dear Lord. Put my yeah. sails up and travel down it. No. <laughs> and wave at everyone as I go past. I'm like, I'm on denial, y'all. Uh, well, we haven't found any more news, so we're going to move on to releases. We got nothing else to talk about, really. Sick. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> releases it shall be. We've got a list of them here. And in fact, Jennifer, you chose the first one. It goes by the name of... The Unwelcomed. Why did you pick this? Why did this look interesting? Uh, it's an escape the room for VR. Uh, and I like both of those things. I've done an escape the room for VR before. Um, and it was fantastic. I can't remember what it was called. because oh, I was going to ask which one you played. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd name some. Uh, <laughs> there's, we Were Here is one of them. It's a two-player one. No, it was um, a two-player and the other one is where you're like walking around in a uh uh you're in like a a mansion that your grandfather left you and your grandfather put booby traps everywhere. Oh, it was neither of those, but that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, no that that's why I picked it. It also looks pretty like quite pretty. It looks like it's probably an unreal job. It's interesting that it's bragging about being the first full-length escape room game, bearing in mind that escape rooms generally last for an hour. So I don't know if that's going to last that long. Oh, apparently there's over half a dozen rooms in it. So it is a pretty serious set of escape rooms. It's not just one room. Yeah, it looks like a good way to do things. Escape rooms and escape room games have been very popular on VR. Unsurprisingly, mm. it's about the most sensible good use for place it. you can put them, really, isn't it? Yeah, it. I, they're pretty good. We've got a Vive, um, it's a dev kit, but it does the job. And uh, that's pretty much all I do on it. Good call. That is currently available as of today for 10 bucks. Not too shabby. All right, Dodger. Uh, this game is called Remothered Tormented Fathers. This looked like a potential Scary Game Squad game to me. A realistic survival it horror game. Yeah. Oh no, God. It. I don't. I have no idea what it's about, but it looks like maybe you play as like an elderly woman in a house. And I gotta know. I gotta know what happens in this game without having to actually play it. So I need. There's scary so game many fun. screenshots. Yeah. I'm and just fascinated look- by what the term remothered means. I don't know what that is. Yeah. That's right? something what they is- made up, I think. It definitely sounds it. I just don't know what, like, what a bizarre term, remothered. Um, one of the reviews says fans of stealthy thinking games are going to love this one. <laughs> so- do it. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I to me that reads as this isn't going to be fucking Outlast where you just run around a lot. <laughs> yes, I, I, I hope that's the case. From from everything I, I looked at and saw with this game, it definitely seemed like something that we would love. I just don't know. I don't know what it means. Mm. It looks intriguing um, though. So yeah, there's that one. 
Uh, the next one is a complete deviation from that uh, called The Quiet Sleep. And it's a it's a tower defense game that takes place inside of your mind. Oh my god. Where you're trying to build out your personality. What? To, to keep keep a handle on like your emotions and your mental state. Huh. I don't know. I I'm so I got to know. Like <laughs> this looks so bizarre. Yeah, visually I can't I'm like trying to figure out what's going on. Like it's very simple. Yeah. The, there's a couple um, of these screenshots show you what these personality traits are in relation to the UI. Spend time with leather, share experiences, share joy. Hmm. But I don't, they're, they're all acts as opposed to personality traits. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder Flirt if those with. are. I wonder if those are the acts and and then the personality traits in your sort of arrangement affect what's going to happen with that. Almost yeah, like yeah. are these actions that waves in the tower defense game? Like is that the whole they're calling them trains. So it I'm looking at this screenshot right here and it's saying spending time with them flirting with and asking for a date. That sounds like an attack in a tower defense game and you have to have like built up your personality enough to withstand a scary mm. situation. I guess that's what that means. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's in it's interesting. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of anything like that before. Um, and then the last one that I grabbed from this day is Monkey King. I think I think it's a port. Um, but it's a VR. So, who's that? It is, yep. It. I'm trying to figure out what it, what it actually is. It's a visually captivating cinematic storybook experience told in virtual reality, apparently. Involving yeah, I, I remember when this game came out originally. Okay. So I don't, I'm, I'm trying to remember if the game originally was a VR game, but I don't think it was. I think it was just like a, a, a just little adventure game. Fair it's enough. very pretty. Hmm. hmm. All right, Jennifer, you have a choice called Cold Iron on this one. Yeah, I picked this one because I uh, I liked, um, again, it's VR. I don't know why that, that's happened, but um, it, it just looked like something that I hadn't seen done before, a virtual reality puzzle shooter. But then now I think about it, Superhot did that, so maybe I'm wrong. Kinda, but it definitely doesn't look the same as Super Hot at it all. Does definitely it definitely doesn't look the same as no. Super Hot. <laughs> a demonic pistol possessed by a hungry spirit danced with the deadliest, the deadliest duelists in the world's first VR puzzle shooter. They claim it's the world's first one. It, it is. I don't know. I don't really know what exactly the puzzle aspect is. I'm noticing there are enemies that are different colors. I don't know what that means though. Who knows? Why would you let? anyone know what the mechanic of your game is from the screenshots you use to get them to buy it yeah of course that sounds ridiculous why would anybody do something along those lines Just i don't know absurd but interesting nonetheless yeah looks pretty cool jesse what are you doing today hey, i'm not doing anything except doing dealing with the cards i was dealt so uh, the game for today Jesse that I picked... Jesse was very upset with me for taking three games. 
And I he still, accu- I, I accused still me am. of taking all the games. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the game that I chose is Forbidden Clicker Party. You're probably like, Jesse, it's a clicker. Oh, boy. Uh, you know what? It's it's a clicker that has jumped on the uh, Cuphead bandwagon and kind of looks visually cool. So uh, it, it is not done an awful like... job of that, has it? Like, it's not quite as visually impressive, but it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It actually looks kind of like old cartoony art style. Not Obviously not as, like, good as Cuphead, but still pretty impressive. So I was like, all right. Ha. All right. Not too bad then. In terms of console releases this week, Dissidia Final is coming to PlayStation 4. Is Dissidia Final, what's the difference between that and the other Dissidia? Because isn't that what, com- what that was coming? I don't know. But Dissidia is coming out. We knew Dissidia was coming out this week, and it is. PS4 release for that. And uh, you're also going to get Railway Empire and Wolverblade. I actually have played a bit of Wolverblade on the Switch. It's on there, and it is a brawler set in Roman-occupied England. And you play a bar... Well, they, the Romans would call them barbarians, but you play a Briton. And it's a side-scrolling brawler, great art style. And one of the things you can do is sever somebody's arm, pick it up, and then throw it at a friend, which I thought was a pretty good right. mechanic. I think should probably be included in more things. So, yes. You do that in Breath of the Wild. That's that, and that's probably why it won so many Game of the Year awards, honestly. I think so. I think that's the reason. Yep. So, include, include it in more things. Include it definitely in more things. But, yeah, it's been out on Switch for a couple of weeks, I think. But, yeah, the art style for this game is pretty killer, and the gameplay is as well. I felt it, I felt it was quite satisfying the time that I played with it. So that's nice. Moving on to January the 31st. Jennifer, you choose Anchorhead. That's today, January 31st. In, no, that's you, tomorrow. In your crazy space oh, time, no, that might be true. Oh, you're from the future, I forgot. You're, yeah. you're from the future. You, that wow. doesn't count. But regardless, Anchorhead. Uh, so I played my first visual novel ever the other day. Um, I spent quite a long time with Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh, oh my! Yeah. Yep. Uh, what a what a game to start with. That's a way to <laughs> that start. Genre. Yeah. No, I know. I I don't. I, I I would say it's probably not indicative of the rest of them, but it got me interested. And then um, this looks very pretty, and apparently is a visual novel. So yeah, there you go. I picked it. Nice. Sounds like nice. A, as good a reason as any. And Dodger, you grabbed a game by the name of Kensho. Yeah, why did I grab this? Oh yeah, um, this game just looks kind of bizarre to me. I think that it's played on like a there's it's like a weird grid puzzle game, but the look of the screenshots that aren't that grid really intrigued me. Uh huh. I'm I'm so curious what because the 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 only thing that it says is restore the balance of nature. That's the description for this game, and I'm just like I, I have to I have to see what this game is like. And it is why intriguing. It looks like this. Yeah, the visuals yeah, are deer. bizarre. I know. Huh. I gotta know. That is interesting. <laughs> uh, we didn't find anything else on that day that was particularly interesting. So moving on to February the first, Jesse, explain yeah. to me the Candleman. 
this Candleman looks like something that um, I the vibe I got from it while looking at this game was kind of like Little Nightmares and that sort of like mm. like visually like basically you're a little tiny Candleman and you can only burn for ten seconds at, at a time and so essentially you're going in and out of total darkness. And I know there's going to be a lot of opportunity for, like, scaring yourself about stuff, but it doesn't appear to be a scary game. It appears to be sort of like a platformer, but I'm very interested in this game. It looks really, really cool and uh, visually is pretty stunning. So I definitely think it's worth checking out. Yeah, that looks kind of awesome. The next game is called Next, or more specifically, Next 2. Oh, that's me. It is. It's, I like the, uh, I love the description because it's kind of meta. Minimalistic game with 2D graphics. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's definitely a minimalistic game. It's definitely got 2D graphics. It reminds me of, um, it's funny when we talked about Congregate earlier. It reminds me of one of those games that you would have got back on there that you could just completely zone out and be like, oh, I'm just going to like play this like physics game. Yeah, and like get in that flow state and have a nice time, and then go back to the real world later. I love stuff like that. Just um, the ability to to kind of immerse yourself and not really have to think about the real world for a little while. Yeah, hopefully this one is cheap or free because there are quite a few games like this, to say the least. Minimalistic puzzle game with calm music. With calm music, yes. The player's goal is to make a box falling on the platform. So yeah, you gotta explicit. make the box falling on the platform. That is What's explicitly that? what it says. <laughs> All right, moving on to <laughs> yes, move on. Dwarvia, dwarvit. How do you even say that? I don't know. I think they want you to call it dwarves, but the, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. I refuse on principle. It's a VR, <laughs> it's a VR tower defense game that is like heavily fantasy looking yeah um so i thought it might be i thought it might be an intriguing game yeah and it's sort of a first per, like first person tower defense and it seems like you switch between different characters with different abilities mm. like and then they make the vr work for that so if you're playing an archer you have to make the proper motions of getting an arrow from your quiver and all that kind of thing apparently right. you can also throw people to different parts of the map using the controller, which is interesting. That's what intrigues me about a lot of these VR games. Like, oh, oh, it's just a tower defense game. It's like, yeah, but like, look at how unique the control method is. Totally. Like that potentially makes a game that was otherwise very samey far more interesting. So yeah. I kind of like that. You know, I see a lot of potential for strategy games in particular, playing from the perspective of a general with a table in front of you, you know? And just being able to toss units onto the table. That's uh, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting from this. And the trailer shows that too. Mm. That's neat. Final Fantasy is on its way once again. Is this the PC version of this? It is, isn't it? It looks like it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can get Final Fantasy XII on Steam. It's actually a really good game. It's basically Star Wars. Yeah, I really enjoyed 12, and the PC version apparently actually runs at 60 frames, if you can believe it, which for a PS2 game is very surprising. Yeah. It's a big full-on remaster of the thing. It's actually, I think it is my favorite Final Fantasy game. To be fair, I haven't played many of them. I only I don't played like the a few ending, of them. But I think the rest of it's stellar. Yeah, it's, it's very MMO-y, 
You know, it almost feels like you're playing a, an MMO in many ways. But... It, 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 yeah, it was made during the time they were making Final Fantasy XI. So, mm. yeah, the, everyone was about that, like, MMO feel. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I did enjoy it. And it sounds like the PC version is going to be something special. So, considering, frankly, for a PS2 game, that game had incredible art. Uh, it You know, playing this in 4K with full-on remaster at full frame rate, that would be kind of great. I'm going to say it. Best That's voice I... acting in the Final Fantasy. Just saying it. Wouldn't take much. That's honestly. true, but... This one, uh, what are you doing to me? I was shocked that Jesse didn't take this one, so I felt like I needed he to must pick have up missed the slack. It. Oh, no. Uh, what did... what it's called Photo Flash. Uh, the features of this game is really where it shines. Become the world's greatest pinup photographer. Encounter unique and quirky characters, 10 girls to meet and photograph. And assure your friends that you're playing it just for the story. <laughs> Those are the features right. of this game. <laughs> yep. You have to save a failing pinup magazine, apparently. Um, I really like the the designs of the girls for whatever reason. Like the art style is super like poppy. Um, this trailer music so. is on point. <laughs> I love the 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 second chick, the one with the blue hair. Her tan lines. I know and... are crazy, right? They're just yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Added to the list. Yeah. What, what? What? I. Yeah. That. That doesn't make a lot of sense, really. It's like, what on earth was your tan lines? Yeah, they don't make a, yeah, a great degree of sense. Yeah. This is 100% my weekend stream game. This is what I'm doing this weekend. This is what's okay. happening. I'm gonna photo flash everyone. Mm. Couple That's of releases for the Switch that are worth paying attention to. Her Majesty Spiffing is coming. On February the 1st, which is quite a funny point-and-click, especially if you happen to be British or something of an angle of file. Night in the Woods is coming to Switch, finally. And also the original SteamWorld Dig, which is very good, is coming to Switch. So, there are some Switch ports for you. February the 2nd, I like the name of this, and also it seems like a pretty good couch competitive game. It's called mm. Treadnoughts, and it's a four-player tank brawl involving driving up walls, rocket jumping onto the roof, and doing all sorts of other nonsense. So this looks pretty entertaining to me. Sounds like the kind of thing I'd pick up on Switch later to be able to play on the couch. Mm. Um, we Were Here 2 is the sequel to We Were Here, the escape room game that I was talking about that's for two players. Um, so they've made a second one and octo and i played the first one together and it was it was really cool so we're really excited for the second one to come out that's great mm. i've got ps4 release ea sports ufc 3 for those who are into that i can't imagine but i imagine it will sell m millions of copies and of course it has ultimate team mode with a fighter in fact from articles I've read, it is the most egregious use of the ultimate team gambling mode yet. So, that, great. What an awesome selling point that will be. I'm sure lots of people will defend it, as they do. EA is a wonderful company and has never put a foot wrong, and are, of course, completely ethical. He says with a straight face, what was that term we were looking for again? Lying Necronomicon Fantastico? Or is yes. that... Yeah, uh, that's a Harry yes. Potter spell, isn't it? Ne now, Necronomicon Fantastico. Necronomicon you know. Fantastico. Th that would oh, be Hermione. 
<laughs> and that's where the series ends because they're all devoured by Cthulhu. Yeah. Well done. It was crazy. You really messed that one up. Don't use that spell. We did tell you Lovecraft warned you about this and you didn't listen. You silly person. You're an old god, Harry. Yeah. (laughs) For Targon, for Targon. No. Right, now, there were a number of dog-themed games on this list. We avoided indulging, but you did include one. Snuck on there. Um, I'll tell you why I chose this one. So, as well as it, it's a, a yet another research dog. So, is the name of it? You yeah, know, I know we're all tired of research dogs, but this one we should I know really I pay am. attention to. Yeah. Uh, one of the screenshots, the dog dog is driving a car, and it says, "Somewhere on the freeway, your soul leaves your body for a while. Where it goes, nobody knows." I love the That's art it. for this. <laughs> I absolutely this adore the art. So effing silly. I love. What is this? I don't know, and I want to know. It An looks ordinary like a, it's a scientific engineer. <laughs> it's Dog Boss. Oh my it's god. So cute. <laughs> oh my god. It's the dream of this dog to become a famous scientist, but apparently it's having problems because of his stupid boss's count- countless stupid jobs. This- oh, and there's that. That cat looks like he's up to no good. Can't trust cats. You know, like I might, uh, I might play this unironically. I might actually have a look at this. This does look kind of cool. It says oh, you man. can finish it in about an hour and a half, so that's right. right up your rally. There you go. I can, I can. I, I you see, I've, I've got. I'll have to end it uh, just over an hour then, because I can't finish games even accidentally. That wouldn't be. <laughs> I might accidentally finish this one. That's a, that's going to be a real problem for me. Yeah, I'll have a look at that actually, because it, it, at least for the art style, like it's pretty it's fucking cute, adorable. Eh? Yeah. All right. What do we got here? Fen Prologue. Yeah, it's a um, it's a side-scrolling survival game, which I don't think I've ever seen before. Uh, um, I can think of a couple that have had elements of it, but this seems like it is a full-on survival. Oh game. yeah, look at that. Yeah, so I'm curious to see how that goes. Um, because I like the look of it. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, the art style. I love the idea of being in a bog, and that's sort of like the minimalist aspect of it. That's interesting. Yeah, mm. you find yourself in an unauthorized landfill, apparently. Somehow, I'm not really sure. Like they've given you... themselves a little tap on, uh, sorry, a little pat on the back for the graphics. Great pixel art graphics. I'll yeah, you know, I, I, I don't really. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of them listing that in the features because, like, that should, if that's true, that should be self-evident from what you're showing us. And also, you know, it's kind of expected that your game is supposed mm. to look good, so maybe don't put that on the feature list. But, yeah, I guess they were running out of other ideas. Looks a bit Spartan, I have to say. Uh, hopefully that's just because these shots are all from very early on in the game, but there you go. Mm. And I th- Is that it? No, we have one more on February the 5th. Yeah, next Monday. Y'all... If you haven't played Slime Sand or Slime Sun, Slime uh, Sun, yes, you should play it. But Slime Sun, uh, Sheeple sequel is literally taking what made the first game awesome, and then the evil Sheeple is forcing Slime Sand to like go through crazy I... uh, obstacles. And it looks it, the trailer's great. The trailer's fantastic. I love so... the description of this. This is meta as all hell. So. 
Sheeples finally lost it. He's convinced that everything's just part of a giant video game and that he was coded to simply be a side character, which is why he decided to recode himself to become the villain instead. Can you defeat his nefarious levels and come out of it unscathed? It's I so love good. that idea. That is yeah. that is really cool. And so uh, this is a game that uh, every time I've played it has been incredible. And uh, if you like platforming, this is Dukes. You should check it out. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about Slime Sun. Yeah, it's really good, and that that whole concept, that whole conceit, is great. Big into that. <coughs> can cool. I be very cheeky and add one more to this list? I think yeah. you can do that. We'll allow it for now. It's a video. <laughs> if yes. you browse to the video hub, you of see Steam, you you have got your shilling down quite well here. <laughs> you can download for free. The first episode of the Checkpoint series, it, tackling whoa. mental health issues using the power of video games. And then um, the reason that I'm trying to kind of pimp this out now is, you know, the, how the Steam algorithm works. Oh, look, is, it's um, The more kind of positive input you get, the higher you, you rank. So it would yeah. be very much appreciated if people could go along. And if you like it and if you are interested in mental health, if you get something from the episode and the subsequent ones, please do leave us a positive review so that we can reach more and help more people. Awesome. There you go. Very you cool. Of all the people we've had on the show to specifically shill a product or something like that, you have done extremely well in that regard. You are one of our top shills, so congratulations. <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> I've never dabbed. And we okay. should keep it that way. Yeah, no, I'm sure there's a there's a psychological reason for why dabbing is the worst. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there is, and, and it should never you don't be. Need, yeah, no, you don't need to <laughs> say it. Yeah, you don't need to say it. We're all aware that it exists. There's multiple, I'm sure, peer-researched articles, peer-reviewed oh. articles. I feel there are spiritual reasons as to why it's not acceptable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Philosophical every time, reasons. Every time Dodger does it, a little bit of her soul just goes like. Just, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. With each dab, she just becomes a little more of a husk. Yeah, yeah. it's true. It happens. Well, Thank that brings God us. My family made a deal with a devil a long time ago, and I'll never die. Well, you're not supposed to make deals with the devil. Cuphead made yeah, that it's abundantly too clear. Late. Uh, <laughs> we should have warned you about this prior. That would have helped me thirty years ago. Oh. You should have talked to my mom while she was still pregnant with me. God damn it! I had nothing to do with this. Oh well. That brings us to the end of the show, folks. We would love to tell you what's going to be going on this week. I, I think you have heard from our resident doctor over here exactly what is going on over the next few weeks more episodes of checkpoint which you can find checkpoint organization with an s not a z youtube.com slash checkpoint organization thank you so much for spending so much time coming on the show today and getting up at 5 a.m i believe in australia yeah. that which is I'm ridiculous person. it would really help as well if people were able to go to my twitter which is rx underscore pixel and just retweet the pin tweet it would be fantastic to get... I can do that. that uh, in fact, I've probably already done it, but I'm sure I can unretweet it and retweet it again. Is it rx underscore pixel? That probably yes. won't help at all, but... Yes, yes that's they, I actually don't think I have retweeted that one. No, I haven't. There we go. Retweet has happened. So, yes. Thank you. Twitter.com slash rx underscore pixel for Dr. Jennifer Hazel's feed. Cool, and there'll be more episodes on the way over the next couple of weeks. So go and, as we said, subscribe to that channel. Make sure it gets up to 4,000 viewer hours. That should not be too difficult for you lot over the next week. I'm sure you'll be able to manage that. And thank you for 
spending time coming on the show to educate people because God oh. knows we don't do a lot of that here. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And if, if people want to come and be part of our pro mental health gaming community, we get together and we play games and we are awesome about mental health. You can do it on checkpoint.org.au. Checkpoint.org.au, folks. You don't need to be in Australia. It's international. <laughs> Jesse, what's coming up on the channel this week? What's going on? Man, uh, we are finishing uh, Life is Strong Hey with Dukes. And uh, watch out for the shilling that comes with that. There's an awesome new shirt that I'm sure Duger can attest to. It looks great. And, uh, you know, more than usual. And, and I may... I, w I had stuff planned today. That ain't happening now. I may just play more Monster Hunter. I don't know what's my life. Pfft, whatever. So, yeah. Great. Monster Hunter I'm and pizza bagels. I don't have pizza bagels, but that can change. Sounds like a healthy combination. <laughs> Dodger, what's coming up on the channel this week? What are you up to? Hi, guys. Uh, you can find me at Dex Bonus on pretty much everything. I'll be doing uh, some Final Fantasy XIV stuff. New patch dropped, so there's new story stuff that uh, my cousin Terry and I are going to tackle in like a half an hour to an hour. And um, uh, we also have Manga Pod tonight reading Killing Stalking, which comes with an NC-17 18++++ rating. <laughs> so please, uh, please don't read this unless you are of mature age but it should be interesting to talk about. It's basically like a manga book club, so that'll be happening at 7.30 tonight on my channel. Um, other than that, uh, it's not... I mean, I, I stream a lot. Come hang out. There you go. As for <laughs> me, not much going on because I am leaving on a plane tomorrow down to Florida to go on my annual excursion on to the Metal Cruise, which means no internet for five days, which will be very relaxing, frankly. So I'm not doing anything. You'll get the VOD for this podcast this week and I'll be back next week and then we'll restart doing the whole curation thing and finding games that don't suck and all of the usual mm -hmm. nonsense. So if you haven't caught up on the pilots to the two new series that we started, now would be a great time to do that this week. That is The Snark Tank with myself and Jenna, where we look through a bunch of games that we've been sent and we read their pictures and we assess whether or not they were worth our time. And in most cases, we snarkily and very... I wouldn't say we're that mean. Okay, we're a little bit mean. We're just a little bit mean to them. Let's just put it that way. Or, of course, Total Biscuits Curation Club, myself, Sin Victor, and Force. We checked out Nine Parchments, which is about cooperative wizard murder, which is about as fun as it sounds, which is a lot of fun. So do go and have a look at that. And I will be back next week. Same time, same place, same channel for the co-optional podcast at 3 p.m eastern that is midday on the pacific west coast and 8 p.m gmt so thank you very much for watching and we will see you next time goodbye <laughs>